What's up, guys? Welcome to the Chaos Theory Podcast. I am your co-host, Ivan, a.k.a. Kinetic, and of course, I got my main man, Kenneth Chaos Villalobos, alongside me. We have a great episode, guys. It's great to be back. Go ahead and take it away, Ken. What's up, guys? Yo, it's been three months, approximately, since the last podcast episode. Uh, we kind of took a break, you know, took care of some real life things, and we're back in the mix, guys. We have a lot to talk about. I always say that it's going to be a banger of an episode, okay? I don't give a damn Every episode is a fucking banger, and this episode is no different, okay? We brought on a legend of the scene, a man who has contributed a lot, tons of things to the Marvel 2 community, continues to contribute, uh, deserves all the respect in the world, and he he is here to tell his story, give his opinion on a few uh, controversial topics, and give us an insight as to how he goes about his daily Marvel life. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce a man who actually doesn't need an introduction. That's right, man. He is the king of Texas, the king of content creation for Marvel 2. And I challenge you to find a better setup than what this man has to offer. And that's none other than General Thriller. What's happening, well, brother? hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, you know what? First time being here, listened for a long time, love the shows, love the episodes leading up to this point. Uh, great to be here. And uh, what other than a way to celebrate than it being the 10th episode? And um, I got you a little gift, Ken. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that so, right? Whoa. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Wow. Yo, my man got me some Centauri World Whiskey. Wow. And it's the blue... Oh, that's the good stuff. Dare I say it's the blue label? Yeah. Wow, blue fantastic, brother. I think we're going to have to crack this open right now, actually. Man, you know, <laughs> if you don't want to, you know, it's saucy. Dude, thank you so bit, much. You know? And you know, Thriller brings up an interesting point. It is the 10th episode. I can't believe that we're at... Congratulations. Well, dude, we're on episode 10. We've been doing this for a little bit over a year now. We've told a lot of stories, gone over a lot of topics. That's right. And given the Marvel 2 community, or you know, the fighting game community in general, we've given them... Uh, stories that were untold, a lot of details that were overlooked, and it's it's a lot of lore that without this, I would say it would have gotten lost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm very proud and I'm very grateful to have made it this far. Ivan, thank you for being uh, yes. a part of this, of being course, my guys. being it's my man, my co-pilot here. It's an honor to be here with you guys, and we're gonna keep the ball rolling, guys. Before we get into Thriller's story, uh, I did want to talk about. Uh, recent events. I know that it's been a few months. Uh, Reloaded 2.0 just uh, happened back in August. Um, I took second place, losing yep. to Duck Vader. It was a very difficult tournament for me. Mm-hmm. I lost to Jin from Peru yeah. uh, early on, and I had to beast my way through, through uh, the losers bracket. The yeah. losers bracket to get all the way was, back to Duck. It was exhausting, and I actually had to ditch. I think I had to ditch Spider-Man for a little bit. I yeah, had to you give, did. I had to give him a break because this was not going to be easy at all. I picked Team Matrix, and I was able to work my way up to Duck, uh, reset the bracket um, into Grand Finals, and then I just ran out of steam, dude. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shout-outs to Duck. Uh, he actually won the tournament. It was on his birthday. Yes. It was his birthday as well, yeah. And Thriller, since I have you on here, dude, thank you so much for uh, running the behind-the-scenes. Oh, yeah. You, Thriller guys, just so you know, he took a lot of setups. He took all of his equipment. He was helping run the bracket, making sure that everything was was uh, running smoothly. I know that Mike Watson was the one who um, 
was in charge of the whole event, but, you know, he had a variety of things to take care oh, yeah. of. He had of a ton on his back, dude. So, I mean, he pretty much gave me full reign to, you know, um, help with the whole 37 Reloaded event and then just run the Marvel side. But then, like, there was a point where it was like, you know, we talked about it beforehand where he was like, hey, we might switch, you know, when it gets to, like, top four, we might, you know, send you guys over to the main... I guess stream where the IE battlegrounds was, but then like throughout the night, he just saw that we were having such a great time. He was like, you know what, just keep it on the channel, man. You guys are freaking rocking it. So, shout out to Mike Watson, man. Bro, we and held we held it down, dude. It was amazing. Great, great experience. A lot of hype, a lot of camaraderie, yep, and a lot of cool moments, dude. Lot I think I think yeah. that this tournament mm -hmm. uh, overshadowed Evo by a long shot. Yeah. Evo yeah. was kind of like a, I mean, we'll get to Evo, right? Yeah. But this tournament had everything that you that you wanted. Plenty of setups, plenty of uh, time to play your matches, and uh, a lot of people that traveled from uh, out of state mm -hmm. um, who were in attendance. Video was there. Yeah. Um, it was a great tournament. Okay, N nothing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else that you can take away from that. Great experience. I got second place, but you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not salty at all, dude. That's hey, your brother, your big bro won. So yeah. Uh, shout out to Duck. Happy, happy birthday, Duck. He yeah, did happy, it for you. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, from Reloaded, then we had Evo. I believe it was the following week, right? Pretty much. It yeah. was back-to-back. -back. Yeah, it was a back-to-back. -back it was back-to-back. -back. Yep. It was very tough. I mean, we, I wasn't in attendance. Thrill, I know you didn't go. Nope. Um, this tournament was a, it felt like it was a little lackluster. I mean, I wasn't there, so I can't really... Right. But it, it just seemed like... Nobody really money matched. Um, there weren't any exhibitions. There it was, was no just... salty sweet. And I, well, I mean, a... unless you count Eddie. No, well, that, that's what I was saying. I was going to give Eddie a shout out yeah. because he took it upon himself, even at 37. So big shout out to uh, Eddie Dangerous from uh, NorCal, who always brings his legit setups, like his uh, PVM monitor, um, his DC setups. Uh, and dude, he was helping us at 37 uh, run the, the losers brackets to help speed it along. Uh, shout outs also to RM and Ku Mighty. Those guys are always at the events and helping run the brackets as well. So Absolutely. Man. And you know what? In addition to that, um Eddie actually runs his own his own uh yeah, the sessions. Yeah. The danger room, yeah, up, up in Norcal. If you guys ever find yourselves oh, that's up, that's right. Yeah, if you find really? yourselves up north Eddie is pretty accommodating, you know, as long as you're not a fucking shitbag or something. <laughs> oh, we can curse on here. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, viewer discretion. Is <laughs> uh, you can hit him up and see what's going on. Uh, he's very good about posting uh, when he when his sessions are taking place. Uh, it's usually a monthly thing, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, but hit him up and see see what's cracking, cracking up there in NorCal. Yeah, I, I had the... Uh... Uh, the opportunity because uh, my my brother uh, lives out in Oakland and uh, Eddie had invited me out and uh, you know I was just expecting casuals and uh, what I love about Eddie is that you know we get lit <laughs> at, at, when I arrived everybody was just like having a great time he actually inspired me he was the person who had a great setup in his garage like he had CVS2 running Street Fighter ST in another corner and then he had the Marvel session like spot and like pristine garage setup and I was like damn you know, I just moved into the new place. I have to provide something that is just of caliber. And um, and what I love, too, uh, what I took from that session, too, is like uh, I ha we haven't done it yet because you guys have been to the session, but um, the pizza box tournaments. <laughs> well, what that is is um, pretty much, you know, he orders pizza, but then spontaneously or sporadically, he would just be like, all right, we're doing a pizza box tournament. <laughs> and he's, he's just, who's in? Oh, you're in, you're in. Just random dudes like that showed up. And uh 
uh, fortunately, I did show up and I showed out and I, I beat, I think, Krizzle in the finals of the Pizza Box tournament. Ooh, fantastic, <laughs> That's, <dude. juicy. laughs> That's a notch to add into your belt, sir. Yeah. <laughs> before we go any further, guys, uh, before we deviate away from uh, Evo, there was a lot of controversy, okay? The only thing that I think people took away from Evo was the grand finals controversy mm, with between Grizzle mm, and Peru. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not really, I mean, there were a lot of memes that were created, a lot of uh, <laughs> joshing around with this stuff. Yes, it was. Thriller, tell us about what happened, dude. What happened at Evo with these guys? Uh, you know, I heard firsthand from the people that were there, uh, specifically from, like, um, from Bad Boy, who was, like, literally right behind him. Uh, so I guess, you know, the first thing that happened, I think you guys saw the matches. I think it was, like, winner's semis that him and, and uh, Krizzle and Jin played. And then uh, I think it was like the first game where it was, um, you know, three characters to one, uh, Jin being up and Krizzle had Psylocke left. And then we, uh, what happened, I guess, was a, a, a DC malfunction or equipment malfunction. Yeah. And then the game reset. And during that debacle, uh, you know, it was definitely up to the what do you call it the um to to be like hey you know we need to do it this way um i mean there's already been debates about like you know can they recreate the match and so that's what people were calling for Jin, you know not being uh as good with english as he is you know was like he wanted to take that w pretty much or replay the match to that point where it was like he had sentinel and cap versus you know psylocke yeah i mean if 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 you know Jin had taken that match, it would have been one zero, right? And, and right, and he won straight two more matches after that. But you know, that being said, I mean, we can always play theory fighter, and I think somebody like Krizzle could have still held his own and maybe have taken the W still. You know, that's but, my you know what a pain in the ass it would have been to recreate. Yeah, that scenario yeah. from yeah, the, exactly bo- what I was from thinking. both the character health yeah and the time on the clock. Yeah, dude, it's it's a lot of variables and. But to be honest, it's like, you know, it's Scent Cat versus Psylocke. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just give the guy the W. Or, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, what, and what is your guys' opinion, like, on um, just recreating the match that way? Because, personally, I feel like it just, it's never the same. Obviously, you can never make it the same. But there's a lot of decision-making that's already going into that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, when it gets reset, there's a lot of flow that just gets pushed aside. You have to, like... Yeah, there's Reset like momentum. Everything. There's definitely, yeah, momentum, definitely momentum, you know, that you build up. But definitely, you know, um, Crystal has a good Psylocke, but not good enough to beat two characters sent cap. Um, my personal Especially opinion, gems. I've seen it in past tournaments and arcade settings, actually, where, you know, playing at Regency or uh, Golfland, where, you know, they're playing Street Fighter or Third Strike, um, and they would recreate the match if something had happened, you know, right. like during a pause or whatever. And it's like, okay, let's just go to this health and, you know, then fight from there. You know, it, it's definitely it's possible. A, it, it is possible. I feel like it, it doesn't really happen that often, though. It doesn't. It's it doesn't. just like it's up to the player's discretion, you know. It's the like only, gentleman's agreement. Yeah, you know? the only yeah. time that I've seen it happen was back in 2009, and it's the only time that I've ever seen, uh, like, a match review. Yeah. It was Finesse versus Reset at F- FFA back uh-huh. in uh, 2009. Wow. And Reset beat Finesse in a match. And then when it came, when, when it went back to character select, it showed that Reset's uh, handicap was up. Ooh. and But he he might have tapped the stick or whatever. And so Finesse pointed out, like, hey, man, your your handicap was up. And Reset's like, oh, no, 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 no. Strider Zero had his uh, cam set up and everything. Uh-huh. Rewind the footage. 
He said, rewind it. But we don't have that footage, huh? We don't have it, no. Damn, Strider Zero. But Strider Zero had to rewind it, and I'm not, I don't think, I don't think he, his handicap was up. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But that was the only case where Reset was livid. Yeah. Like, oh, no, bro. Oh, no. You need to, <laughs> you need to run that footage back, man. <laughs> and I haven't seen anybody do it yet. Usually it's like, all right, blue screen, yeah. take yeah. the W. Right. Um, uh, majority of the time it's been all right well controller disconnected whatever let's just restart the match or something like that or, Gen- gentleman's agreement like yeah, you yeah. said or i've seen where like um you know i've seen it where in tournament if a pause happened you know happens during like magneto doing a rom or iron man infinite and if you're in it and the game pauses you know if, if the opponent pauses then you know you just have them put you back in rom and then you just let them kill your you know if they drop it the next time after the pause, then that's like after the agreement. Bro, if you're in the Iron Man Infinite and you have one eighth of life left, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. your, your, character, mean, your character's yeah, dead. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So they play it from that point. You know, I've yeah. seen that happen at Regency where it's like, hey, you know, well, not Regency, but like at a Super Arcade or any other like DC session where yeah. it's like, oh, let's just take it from here during a money match, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, after that. Uh, so that was, that was the first part. That was the first part. Okay. Yeah. And then the second part, which is what everybody remembers. Oh, yeah. The, the quick. Quick draw McGraw, pause gate. (laughs) (laughs) I I take full credit for that, dude. Yeah, you did. Pause gate, baby. Pause gate, yeah. Dude, um, I mean, that's what it was. Pause and, and, uh, you know, they were like, what do we do? And then everybody was screaming to, like, the TOs, like, two guys walking up and, you know, talking to either Onikage or the the official Evo TOs. And we're like, hey, let's just restart the match or something like that. And uh, Jim was like, nah, man, nah, what the hell? Like, dude really and then um you know he couldn't talk for for himself you know yeah there's, there's a language barrier yeah, um, for our listeners really quick recap um for tournaments if an opponent's joystick causes a malfunction yeah uh for example um it shorts out one of the ports mm-hmm. something like that it we all we we use the term blue screen yeah which is a pop-up box that says hey controller has been disconnected yeah you have to see who's uh, which chord is the one that's causing that disconnect? Yeah. So if I'm playing against Thrilla and I'm player one and he's player two, and if we find out that it's my stick that actually caused the disconnect, yeah. then that round point automatically goes to Thrilla mm-hmm. and vice versa. It's it's always been that way. Yeah. Right. The other thing is pause, right? Yep. If somebody hits pause accidentally, same thing. The point, the, flow, the yeah. point goes to the other person. And the only reason why I'm explaining that is for for context, because yeah. Thriller's going to fill us in on what happened afterwards. So pretty much, you know, uh, Krizzle is like protesting, like, and he gets up. And he's like, hey, is, did I win? <laughs> and I think a lot of people saw that. And he's like, did I win? And he's like talking to the T.O. And the T.O.'s like, yeah, I mean, if it was a pause and they reviewed it, I guess. And, you know, Krizzle's like, hell yeah. And he just, you know, pops off. And, uh, so, and Jin, that that. so Jin had, had done a storm <laughs> lightning attack super. Yeah. And he Possibly was, and he was quick, trying yeah. to, to mash, what, what mash. we call, what we call mashing, mm-hmm. which is hitting all the buttons in quick succession for additional damage. Right. Yes. Yeah. And he accidentally hit the pause button, which was actually a few inches above um, the, the his stick six, that he's playing on, yeah. Yeah, the stick that he's playing on. So yeah. it's, it was very easy for him to, you know, with a slight, you know, mis, miscalculation of hand movement, mm-hmm. he hits the pause button, even though he had the life lead, right? Yeah. He had the life lead against Krizzle, and then Krizzle takes the W. Dude, and I mean, that leads into another thing, which was uh, from what everybody knows or that, you know, have reviewed it, uh, Jin wasn't playing on his own stick. 
And right, that, right. that brings it to the point of like, you need to bring your own stick. That's in the rules of Evo. Um, you know, and if it's not his own stick, you know, I mean, you, that's, that's your fault. Right. So, yeah, the controversy, <sighs> this is where the community became a little divided, right? Oh, because yeah. from a competitor standpoint, if you're the kind of guy that's, that wants to, hey, man, let's fight it out until the end, you're not going to like the way that Krizzle took that win. Oh, no. Right. You're, you're not going to like it. Man. And there were a lot of people that voiced their concerns and saying, hey, man, this is your this is your champion. This is the guy. This is the evil. This is the guy that you want to, to be <laughs> behind. They yeah. didn't like the way that Krizzle took the win. The second port, the second half of the community that support Krizzle are like, hey, man, those are the rules. Yeah. Nobody told you to press start. Nobody told you to borrow somebody else's stick that you're not comfortable you know with the layout right so there are two perspectives here and it just depends on what side you're on i mean most of the players now you know we're all we're all old gentlemen you know and <laughs> i think we like the respect factor you know but if it was evo there and, and it was i mean some of the people that play now would have took the w <laughs> yeah and and it, it's subjective right it's subjective there's it there's out. a tournament entry yep there's money involved mm-hmm so if you look at it from the from the point of view of hey man you're you're taking away food off of my table if I lose this match, <laughs> right? That's right. I mean not to say you know Crystal yeah. is hurting for money, but the rules are there. Yeah. So with that being said, what happened afterwards was uh, there was a floodgate of people that were saying hey if you want to if you want to go by the rules of uh, well if you press start I'm going to take the win then how come in winners finals we didn't reset the match to mm-hmm. yeah we didn't to, play the rules all the way throughout yeah, yeah. it's 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 like a, it's like a, you can't pick and choose when to apply the rules mm-hmm. so from what i understand Krizzle said well you know i asked jen if uh if he was okay with starting the match over right cuz that's what they did right yeah yeah they start the match over yep. during during the winter semis yep and that jen said okay now jen says that he didn't he didn't agree to it right it's a lot of hearsay. It's a lot of, uh, well... We would have to get Jin back on here. We're going to have to bring him on here, dude. <laughs> Here's side of the story. In Espanol. But it's the language barrier, like you said. Maybe yeah. he misconstrued what, what they were saying, and it's everything happens like this, because you're you're on stage, you're, so to speak, mm-hmm. and you have people that are watching, and it's kind of like, well, we got to keep, the, we gotta keep the, the ball rolling. We have more matches to get to and whatnot, yep. so it was a quick decision. You're not going to please everybody. In this case, the only thing that that is definite is that Krizzle is our 2023 (laughs) Evolution Champion. And and that's it, dude. You got to deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) That was the controversy that happened at Evo this year. Yeah, love him or hate him. I'll just add this little tidbit. It's just, you know, I think the the fact that, you know, I I love my boy Krizzle, but, you know, the way that he was saying, like, I'm going to body your shit, you know, to to Jin, but take the W that way. It's like, if he was about his shit, you know, then he would have played it out. Because he's obviously a very skilled player. Oh, he's incredible, dude. Yeah, so then there's there's no issue in him taking out Jin if you – well – I kind of wanted them to run back like a money match. Between that would have been, that awesome been fucking Maybe sick. we'll see it soon. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. All right. So going past Evo, guys, that's that, that kind of concludes our recap of our current events. Um, we're going to move right into the story of Thrilla. Now, this is a... Uh, he's been uh, in the scene for quite a while now. Just like everybody else, he had his humble beginnings. And we're going to get to witness the evolution of him, of him being a... Regency arcade player, all the way up to one of the greatest content creators that we have in the uh, modern Marvel 2 era. 
uh, walk us through it, man. I mean, how did you get started? Where did you start playing? How did you learn? Give us the the thrill zone. All right. You guys are stepping into the thrill zone now. <laughs> uh, no, man. Um, you know, I come from a family of competitive gamers. I have, you know, five brothers growing up. They all played Street Fighter. They're OGs of their time, you know, uh, guys who played with Duck, you know, side by side before I was even, you know, in middle school. And um, I have to give shout outs to my, my brothers and, you know, for introducing me to fighting games because, you know, everybody's played Street Fighter, Super Nintendo, but that led up all the way to, you know, um, going, actually traveling out to like other arcades. You know, we had, you know, fortunately in Long Beach where I live, uh, born and raised, was that we had a bunch of mom and pop shops in Little Cambodia town. One was Mary Video. Oh. Uh, yeah, Mary's Video was like a family-owned video shop, but they had like Tekken in there. They had um, Street Fighter. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's other video shops around during my childhood, you know, and um, that gave me that competitive drive when like being dropped off at the laundromat, you know, and putting up your quarters and playing pac-man or tetris or street fighter or king of fighters and um you know from there uh my our, I, I call him our cousin but because you know he's been in our family forever i have to give a shout out to him caveman chan was the guy who was like the oldest of the bunch that would like drive us you know further than our like mom and pop shops to go out to like the the, the most famous place like southern hills golf land and um and that was where I first witnessed, you know, um, like high level play. And who do I see? None other than, you know, Harry Potter, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a prodigy at the time was just killing it. And, you know, Julius Jackson, uh, freaking, uh, who was it? Shady K or something Damn, like that. Dude, these are names that I haven't heard in such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Shady K. Uh, there's just so many. Sue Mighty. Um, yeah, but he was Sue. the one introducing me. But he... Caveman Chan was good at like King of Fighters and and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom one, and um, it was only until like uh, when I first went to uh, Regency, which was back in like two thousand and what three or four, that I uh, used to play Third Strike a lot. I was actually uh, that was my main game that I played, and I never touched Marvel to like that dude that's um, right i do remember you playing third strike yeah i was you you remember at regency it was like the old school setup was like um uh third strike was on the left marvel versus capcom 2 was on the right um but you know that was my first time actually seeing when we used to play marvel's capcom 1 um that we saw the new cabinets for marvel's capcom 2 come in and i just remember like witnessing cable beaming the shit out of everybody i was like what the hell the graphics are crazy the globe yeah and then um and then that led me to, you know, um, playing at the arcades as a young kid. And then um, my my cousin, Carrie, rest in peace, you know, um, picked up a DC and Marvel 2 was on it, you know. And um, he and Caveman Chan and my brothers, you know, always gave me the lore about, hey, who's like, who's the best player at this arcade and whatnot. And so he was like, watch Julius Jackson. Cause he does this shit where it's like he carries the, the the like does like a 45 hit combo and like I'm watching him as a kid I was like what the hell is that you know and he's like it's called an infinite like you can't get out of it there's nothing you can do and so I was like from then on I was like I need to practice this and so I would go to Carrie's house and uh, dude I shit you not I've only ever played uh, characters that can do infinites which was Iron Man War Machine 
Cable, and Doom. And because, you know, Doom has the, the, the corner infinite where it's the, the, the dive kick infinite, right? Right. Um, I used to practice that. So I got my first taste of just like being in training mode, um, just sitting there, dude. And I was just, you know, a middle school guy, you know, just like uh, practicing on pad. You know, there was no arcade sticks for me. You know, um, I would have to go to the arcade and practice that. Um, and uh, and then, you know, I, I finally um, just moving forward, you know, I, I played Third Strike heavily, you know, um, and I didn't ever really try to test my might against like the Marvel side because, dude, I like Regency at the time where <laughs> there was a bunch of dudes there. It was like 60 people at a time, like back in its heyday, where like it would be like 30 people, 40 people at like the third strike side and be like 30 other, 40 other people at uh, at the Marvel 2 side. And it would get rowdy as shit because there would be like, you know, the $5 money matches, the $10 money matches. And, you know, um, I mean, it was a spectacular time to learn and, and, and um, get my ass beat. And, um, you know, take a lot of L's and learn a lot of new things and new matchup strategies. Um, Dude, it's funny that you say that um, the, about the whole Julius Jackson thing, that the amazing part about him was that he was doing 45 hit combos. Yeah. Because we were, I mean, up until Marvel 2 or even Marvel 1, right? We're used to, like, if you were playing Third Strike yeah. or Alpha or whatever, you used to just high, low, mm-hmm. medium, Shoryuken or something like yep. that. Um, hits would, I mean, the combos would cap out at like six, seven hits or whatever, right, unless right. you did a super. Yeah. So to see Marvel 2 for the very first time and you're seeing like an Iron Man Infinite yeah. into Proton Cannon yeah. or Magneto Hypergrab Tempest, it's just, dude, it's, I remember that. It's mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting chills now just thinking about back in the days, like how, you know, um, when I would sit at Third Strike but look over and being like, damn, I wish I could do stuff like that. Like the way Magneto was just flying around, it's just like, I'm like, damn, man, like I, I really want to be a part of that. But it was just, you had to earn your stripes. You know, like I think that's what, you know, we can get into that at another point where like, you know, you got to earn your stripes at the arcade. It, it built your character and, right. you know, it gave you grit. You well, know? When you say you wanted to be a part of that, do you, is it okay to assume that you meant, being a top player as well as being a part of the community yeah okay yeah because i've i you know i've always been like a lone wolf type of not even a wolf like a, a lone sheep like i would just stray around just hang out and see who was kind of cool and maybe want to talk to um you know and play with mm-hmm. people that can you know share the same kind of like comedic scope or level as you you know and uh, yep. i found some of those people but you know a lot of those people retired and um uh, you know, just looking for the camaraderie because at Regency, you know, my that, that's my home. Like we had such a great kind of like culture and tradition of just like show up at five after class from college and then grab a Pino's pizza. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> dude, I used to love that place, dude, bro. Pino's, hey, he, the guy, freaking John. You want hey, some boss. buffalo? You want some buffalo wings? Yeah. Hey, hey, boss. You want to? You want another yeah, slice today? Yeah. Everything dude. was boss. Yeah, everything was boss there. And um, yeah, man. Uh, did you did you find it though? This is this is what 2000 I can say that I've finally found it recently. You know, um after everything has settled. Good lord. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where like you, you try to put yourself out there and you know, you're in a vulnerable state. You don't know who really knows you or wants to really kick it with you. There's a lot of, you know, wishy-washy folks that say they're down with you and then next thing you know they're backstabbing you, you know what I mean? And uh, it's so just true. like I mean, I'm always like a forgiving and caring person where like I can look 
always past that you know because there's bigger shit than life than just a game or like a, a click you know what i mean so i think that rubs fe- like folks the wrong way sometimes just because it's like dude you're not you're not loyal to anybody you know and i i get it you know it's like i i i try to be you know cool with a lot of folks i can look past i see things from both you know aspects and it, it, i think you know not having a real stance on things just like kind of like puts people like eh, i don't mess with you because you know you're like this so but you know it's whatever i mean nowadays we're, we're less tolerant of that that bs behavior yeah i think that that that's how it goes yeah when you when you started going to Regency, like you said, it, it, the unwritten rule was after five. Yeah, that, that's the place to be. Yeah. Who were you seeing around that time? Dude, I was watching. Oh, I mean, I could say, you know, we have a Mount Rushmore at Regency, right? Um, I've seen you can come by, but then you, you would always come by every so often with I think what was his name? Infrared or something? Yeah. Like yeah. That? yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the core people were like who were killing it was Wes. Uh regency rob regency ricky um <laughs> so if we were to say mount rushmore mm-hmm. of regency who'd you put there wes wes rob rob dorian dorian and? and oh man that's a good one um it, it's a it's a toss-up because dude i really liked uh, <laughs> what, what's his name uh freaking uh I would put I would put Jtron in there. Yes, Jtron. Yeah, because he fought his way up yeah. to like being hanging with those folks. Yeah. Um, who was big big black homie? What's his name? Black Juan. Black Juan. <laughs> I can't forget. Black, I can't forget Black Juan. Hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> black Juan had a great. You, how did dude, you he, miss that guy? That guy would just sit there and you wouldn't even see his arms move. It'd just be his hands. Just, yeah. Just twiddly d. But no, he had a really good team scrub. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the most patient players that I've ever played against. And he taught me the cable matchup when I played with Iron Man. And be like, I'm just shooting you. <laughs> you know, you just got to do something else. <laughs> but um, I learned a lot through my, my brothers over there. I mean, I didn't know Wes like that. Um, I didn't know Regency Rob like that. They were all in their own kind of like grown up click, you know, not a click, just their own people you 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 uh, you mess with. You know what I mean? And I was just a young kid at the time, and I was just kind of like trying to find my footing. But, dude, I I, I tell you this now. I, I wasn't like, you know, as kind as I say I was. I was really a, a really salty, competitive player, you know. I really wanted to be good because, um, you know, I was – I, I do all re- of us have that. Yeah. Man. I mean, I do recall that moment, Ken, where, like, you would come by and fuck everybody up. And then, like, I remember playing you, and I beat you one time, and you're like – such a fucking scrub, dude. <laughs> and I was like, but I, and I looked up to you so much. It was kind of like one of those things where I was like, man, this guy's so good. I want to be friends with him. But then he told me I was a scrub. I was like, and I told Ken, and I think Ken realized it too. Like we, we kept meeting each other like this, where it's like I would beat him maybe randomly, and he like fucking scrub. You know, he would lose to Iron Man Infinite. Right. And then like, and then I would be like, look, look man, um, I I totally respect you, man. I look up to you, dude. Like I I give you full respect. And then Ken, I think, changed his. Kind of like mind about me. At the yeah. me at that the is time. not what happened, dude. That, that no? is totally that what, is happened. Not what happened. That's dude. what happened in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what happened then. <laughs> so I remember I did make that comment. I said, "You're such a fucking scrub, dude." <laughs> yeah. For our listeners at home, if we haven't covered this, I apologize. Um, tell them what a scrub is, bro. Dude. For for our, our non Marvel Two community members. For me, what is a scrub? Scrub is just someone that just um, wins with like. 
no real skill gimmicks yeah just gimmicks like gimmicks upon gimmicks and you're playing as a skilled player but you're losing to this guy who's doing random just stuff to win like tagging or right. just you know major assist calling and 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 maybe hopefully getting the iron man dream which is a tag and you know kick on you you know and, and do the infinite it's just i mean marvel 2 it's a game that at high level it's almost like a dance there's chore i always say throw out the word choreography oh, yeah. there's there's a flow and you're thinking three steps ahead and when you play against somebody who doesn't really have a plan and they're just kind of throwing things out yeah. just for the, you know, they're doing a move, a fireball or, or something like that. And you're losing to that. It's, it's like, or even Hail Mary sometimes, like you say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's extremely frustrating. I think that's what happened. I lost a thriller <laughs> and I said, man, I looked at, I looked at Carlos and I'm like, this guy's just fucking scrub, dude. <laughs> he didn't keep it in though. God, I, damn I was like, it, I dude. can hear you. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. You made sure that you you could hear him. I don't care, dude. I ran over to initial D because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, just like... And then oh, when it was my turn to go up there again, you had you had lost. Yeah, I did. And Thriller gave it back to me like three hundred percent, dude. He's like, oh man, look at this scrub. What is this scrub? Like every three words was scrub. Oh man, yeah, guy... I was, dude, because you. Were... That was at the point where I was like, man, I I can't stand you. You keep calling me a scrub. Guy, I gotta I gotta, I gotta give it back to you. <laughs> And then I lose again, and then Thriller and I are just standing next to each other all quietly, like, "Oh my god, oh this sucks." But that's but that's how it was, dude. Yeah. It's you when you that. work when you work so hard at a game like that, and you lose. It's dude, it's a blow. It's a blow to your 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 ego. It's a blow to your self esteem, man. It's, you got to keep your composure when it's those tough, happen. dude. It's, it's very tough, tough though. Yeah, yeah. especially especially at Regency back back during those days, dude. The line was. Seven quarters long at, at times. It, it was a it was a full house, full house. And if you weren't on your A game, dude, it was a long wait. Very long. Yeah, super competitive. And I mean, I would try my best to go every Wednesday, but I was going around to every arcade. You so I so I do Regency on Wednesdays, James games on Fridays, right. and I think uh, FFA on Saturdays or something like Those that. Those are the good old days, dude. Dude, like, when you had you had variety. Yeah, I yeah. really. It only was until like maybe until two thousand and. So I've been playing at Regency since like 2003 to like, you know, 2013, 14 before they like really all the guys were just like, all right, we're retiring. Really, dude? I feel like I feel like. No, I was there until the very, 2013 very, that long, the very bitter end. Like I was there for wow. the very bitter end of it. And um, I felt like people stopped going like in 2011. And that's true. A lot of people stopped. And yeah. the only people that used to go like after that was you know me, Hamthrax, Jose. Maybe Jtron every every now and then, and, and Black Wan, uh, Ricky would show up now and then. Um, but yeah, man, we, we we would just play it because it's like, dude, we really don't have anything else. You know what I mean? We have DC sessions, but those DC sessions were very sparse and far. People lived in like San Bernardino and shit, and we have to drive over there. It's like I'm not gonna drive over there for some crack, you know? <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention that, the house sessions back then were super exclusive. Exactly. Because you'd only have what one TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it during the Joe Zaza episode. Unless right. you were, unless you knew how to host accordingly. Yeah. Dude, you had a, you had a group of like six, seven guys, mm -hmm. one TV, and it was a long wait. I mean, yeah. But if you were invited to one of those sessions, then you knew like, okay. It's only ever invited to one during that time, and that was at I think Ivan's house at the time, and I think uh, who was that dude? Um, Which Ivan? 
Scumbag? Reg- scumbag. Scumbag. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> scumbag. <laughs> well, that, uh, that doesn't count. Shout out to my brother, Regency, Ivan. Yeah, shout out to Ivan, dude. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, I forgot his name, but I think his name was like Carl or something like that. He was a, a guy from like Midwest coming out and uh, I wanted to money match him. And um, that was the only thing. Like, I think you were only invited if like you're going to money match somebody really too. I mean, unless you people can bet on you and like they can win money off of you, it, you aren't invited, you know. <laughs> So just using your body. <laughs> Use it. Your body. Oh dear God. <laughs> do you remember do you recall your first money match? Uh I mean my first money matches were on third strike. I used oh. to play um, you know, first of fives with like uh, Ray, like Big Ray. Big Ray, the guy who like owned everybody over at, at that time. Um freaking uh, then I when I went to Marvel too, the money matches that I had, uh, my first ones were with like uh, rest in peace, Jake. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, Jake, rest in peace. He dude. was like another prodigy who like played MSP, MSS, and he was so good. Um, you know, he had potential. Um, and but yeah, I played him. You know, Ricky, uh, Jtron. I played all the guys at Regency for money. Um, like five dollars though. You know, like this just kind of like to, like, you know, to, to wet the like wet up. the palate. <laughs> yeah, wet the palate. Yeah, that was the name of the game back then. It was first, first of three for five. And yeah, then, first of threes for fives. And then as soon as you lost, it get I get out of here, kick yeah. rocks, bro. Yeah, and uh, yeah, dude, it was uh, it was awesome learning those skills. So, did you did you run any sets with? Uh, did you have any long sets that you felt um, were pivotal in in your rise to the top during the Regency days? I never actually had that chance because I just was really studying everybody. You know, there was a lot of players that just were like at the peak that I say if Regency were to travel out like during their peak, they mess up a lot of folks. Um, And I still do believe that. Um, But no, I I watched Wes a lot. I watched and my my main inspiration, who I feel is a pioneer of Iron Man, which is Dorian. I watched all of his setups and I'd be like, damn, I can never do infinite like that because what I would do, um, I could never do the launch with Iron Man and then up fierce dash down forward jab fierce like the way he did he did it so clean mm. i never learned that i can't do it either what i used to do was my, do. i i think you would recall the setup that i used to do it was just such a gimmicky ass setup which was at the start of the match if they didn't switch glitch i would switch glitch and i would launch with iron man and then just jump up sock you down in the war machine right away and just go into infinite and then i would reset do the same thing Oh, and death. And it's death. Yeah. And uh, that was my only way I knew how to do infinite. And with up high kick. That was it. Up high kick? I was a fucking scrub, dude. <laughs> I was a scrub and everybody knew it. Everybody hated it. Everybody at Regency despised me because I was just like that freaking guy that only used that gimmick. And I was just like, I'm sorry. This is the only way I know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Cillian Murphy just crying. <laughs> I'm like Gohan getting my ass kicked. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Thrilla, for um, you know, being you being a third strike player, firstly, um, what were some of the things that you noticed that were uh, different from Marvel Two to Third Strike, and did any of your skills from Third Strike transfer over to Marvel Two? Oh yeah, heavily, man. I played Chun Li. That was my main. My second was Dudley. Chun's fucking top tier. And um, you know what I picked up was. Uh, hit confirms okay. because you have to hit confirm in third strike you know yes. especially with chun with the low medium yes uh, a medium kick into her you know low forward into yeah the super exactly uh that translated heavily um into my iron man gameplay because i would do like 
you know, I would challenge a lot of um, Magnetos or any character or my opponents when I'm falling. Like, let's say they launch me and I'm falling. I would challenge them with a jab, but like a really precise jab time. I'm not mashing it either. I'm just like, oh, I'm falling. Okay. And if you press a button or if you're crouching, I would get the overhead jab. Uh, then I can like, uh, you know, convert it into a launch death into, you know, into an infinite setup. Right. So that, that really, um, it's almost like looking for like a counter hit yeah, on the way exactly. down. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's, that's something well, translated. In, in retrospect, uh, looking at the gameplay back then, mm-hmm. like I remember playing you and I just, like you obviously weren't at the level that you are now, right? No. None of us were. No. But you were still kind of f- finding your footing yeah. on how to, yeah. like you knew what to do once you, once you mm-hmm. had the infinite. Yeah. You just needed to figure out how to get there. Yeah. And and back then there were only a handful of Iron Man players. I felt that posed a real threat. Like I I always had problems with uh, Elon. Yeah. I always struggled against uh, Clockwise. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember Clockwise. Mm-hmm. That and, was um, Iron Man Strider Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, there there's just no real Iron Man players that mm-hmm. that posed a threat other than outside of those two. Yeah. And once you got the ball rolling, I mean, look at you now, dude. You're fucking steamrolling over over everybody it's just getting from point a to point b where you knew how to play the the, winning the neutral yeah yeah winning the neutral and converting and just finishing your food we always hear that right finishing your food you need to finish your plate i mean i remember back in the regency days where alex valle used to come and play third strike and he would coach his like um you know pupils at the time and he'd be like you need to finish your plate or he'd be like you took too long finishing that match you should have killed quickly and I'd be like, damn, who is this guy? You know? And um, I, and I, that stuck with me, you know, like hearing Alex Valle being like, y- you took too long. You need to figure your shit out. And that, you know, practicing and repetition in the training mode, you know, with Iron Man War Machine setups, um, you know, I just slowly, slowly started building, like, the plan of, like, okay, in this situation, I started, you know, planning it out. Like, okay, in this situation, if this happens, right. do this. Right. You know, so flow charting pretty much. Yeah. Um, so now, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And because you mentioned uh, earlier that you you were, you were playing Doctor Doom, so is there a reason why? I understand, like you know, you have your team now, but is there a reason why you didn't actually pick up Team Elon? Because you seem to have the other pieces there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the reason why I didn't pick Team Elon was just like, uh, you know, Doom just didn't provide that much utility for me, you know, for that synergy. Interesting. And I always saw Cable as that end factor you know like i can always build meter for cable to come in and just wreck house you know right um and i always played cable very simple very just kind of like methodical nothing crazy like overhead bullets a lot of people always fell for that and they still do today you know like uh overhead bullet really catches folks like the magic bullet you know right um and I, you just play it simple. It's like literally you're picking apart. You're like, okay, are you going to shoot me? Am I going to shoot you? Are you going to block? You know, it's like it's very simple gameplay mechanic, like strategies that, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not going to do shit until you do something, you right. know? So, um, yeah. Do you think that the setups that you have now, um, like the way you optimize them with uh, War Machine and Iron Man, um, they, you think that they – they have contributed more to what you would have probably done with like Iron Man Doom. Cause you know, like that show in and of itself is like very popular. Right. And there's a reason why there's like so many yeah. great I mean, setups off of that. There, there's a reason why I pick war machine over doom is because war machine. I have an actual, like if I'm on my shit, 
it's a hundred percent set up into infinite from A to G without having to do air to ground. Air to ground is being, you know, having unfly activated with Iron Man and being able to take your character or the opponent's character from the top of the screen and bringing them back down into an Iron Man infinite. And I didn't need to do that with, um, you War know, Machine. with Iron Man War Machine. Yeah. With Doom, you would have to have unfly. That's correct. Yeah. You know, to sock him down into a rock and then hopefully dash down, mm-hmm. convert again, unfly, and then finally land into the infinite. With Iron Man War Machine, I can take it to the tippy, tippy top of the screen, hit him down in the War Machine, and it would actually connect, like, from the very top. So that's, like, the scary point, you know, where, like, people are like, damn, he actually hit me with that? And, you know, it leads into that point, too. Like, it messes with your opponent's head. Like, holy shit, this guy's hitting me with this? You know? Right, right. And dude, it messes up their choreography. Like, not to... Oh, yeah. dude, I love that word. Yeah. Choreography. Yeah. <laughs> dude, not to mention that the War Machine anti-air assist comes out faster than, than Iron Man's. Yeah, for the, mm-hmm. for the viewers that don't know. So when you're playing neutral, right, where, where you and your opponent are kind of spaced out, feeling each other out, whatever... All you got to do is throw that assist out to a Magneto that's rushing recklessly. Yes. They fall into it, and guess what? It's Infinite City. Yeah. And you're at a point now where you can, as fast as it happens, you're quick enough to recognize yeah. and react. the assist it's like hit. A, yeah, it's like Flytrap. It's literally a Flytrap where Repulsive Blast keeps you in there for a crazy once Marvel second. Whereas Doom, you only get a, the, the only factor you get from Doom Rocks is that you you get them picked up off the ground. It lifts the character up. But there's no holding point they can block. So the variables always is random. So I minimize that with War Machine where it's like it's always the same. It's guaranteed. Yeah. It's, it's consistent. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Two characters that can land the infinite, two characters that can 300% you at any given time. Yeah. It's pretty scary, dude, at the highest level. Yeah. And so far, Thrill is the only person who's been, been able to uh, exploit that. I, before we get to you know the resurgence of Iron Man and, yeah. the, and the, yeah, fifth, yeah. The, the concept of the, of the fifth element... Oh, Okay, we'll get to that. Something happened, okay? Back in 2013, it's like you disappeared. Yeah. You you dropped off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. What happened? And, and and when did you decide to come back? So, um, for the viewers at home, you know, I do a lot of things on, on my own time. Um, I take in a lot of hobbies. Um, I, during that time, was traveling a lot for my dance career slash DJ slash music career. And... You know, I was spinning at like, you know, opening up, doing stuff for like Busta Rhymes, you know, uh, Damn, MC crazy. Jin. Shout out to MC Jin. Um, you know, that was, I was just getting involved heavily with the dance community and the hip hop community. And I was just, you know, on a track to like, you know, um, I was traveling to Canada a lot as well. Um, so, you know, it, I, I reached a point where like, Back from 2009 when PSN released, I was on it, right? I was playing actually Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. I love DR. Tekken 5 was my shit, but I was still, at that time, a really salty person. I was that person that sent a lot of hate mail. <laughs> I, I, I admit it. I was a freaking sore loser, slow, a sore winner. You know, I just hated losing, dude. And um, I had to change that about me, you know? I, I saw people in the community who, like, were just cool as a cucumber um like pasadena like lockdown like video like i give them shout outs all the time because like dude i strive to be like that because it's like damn man how how do these guys have like ice veins like that to just be like ah, i took an l huh, whatever move on 
you know like well right. i mean video's team kind of it's kind of like a a safe avenue for him to just say well shit man you know uh try to, you know try to pick some low tier and do that to me then yeah bring on that bitch bot with my little crumble tits oh, big peter and big uh, peter that's and, the shield uh, yeah that's the shield uh, uh, rogue rollins and uh Ken Ambrose. I'll snatch that bitch by a weave. <laughs> I fucking love Person, that guy. I love Shit, video. Amazing. Fire it up. Hey man, I still hate losing, dude. Mm-hmm. I still hate losing. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm a, and I'm the same way. I'm a guy that likes to, you know, hone my craft, and mm-hmm. it's it sucks when your your technique and your methods aren't working. Yeah. So I could, especially when when we've we talked about talked about online constantly and the differences between the ps3 port and the xbox port compared to dc right Mm -hmm. and when you see stuff that works on psn for instance that's not supposed to work it's yeah it's like god damn dude you should have been dead yeah you should have been dead so i can understand i can definitely empathize with your you know the saltiness because you're losing online but yeah um but going back to the you know why i disappeared was just because I, i just felt like dr and marvel 2 was giving me too much like stress and not having a good time really with it um being seen in a bad light too you know like i wanted to change and i was just like you know let me just take a step back let me focus on my music and dance stuff and you know that took a a a great turn you know fortunately i I was able to be successful in that um and uh you know not 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 to mention the the break dancing right and the the pop locking yeah the pop locking hip-hop dude bebop dude well you guys will uh will plug all of um thrillist links (laughs) to everything this guy is a man of multiple talents as you guys will see jack of most trades jack yeah (laughs) definitely no doubt about it yeah and you know um coming back into the scene you know i just i you know, after I got done with dance and stuff like that, I, I, I hurt, I injured myself, like my shoulders clicking a lot, my wrists is popping, I would get my f- pinky locked up, like, you know, random times, just from playing a lot of games, and then also dancing, and it just wasn't healthy for me anymore, so I just, I took a break from dancing and, and focused on music, and then I, then I came back, every now and then, you know, you would see me pop back into, like, the, the Marvel scene, um, and it wasn't until, like, uh, the very almost end of uh, Super Arcade where I finally started wanting to participate again. I think that was like 2014 before it closed down. And, um, you know, I participated in a, a, a Ranbat one time. And and uh, I remember the last time, one of the last times I was there, I, I teamed up in a 2v2 with me and Pasadena versus, uh, who was it, um, not Gustavo. It was Andy Doom, and uh, Pretty Boy. Uh, it's not his name's not Oscar. One of the other AA guys, who was Pretty Boy, Random Rudy. Dude, and- guess, first of all, <laughs> that guy is far from pretty. Okay, <laughs> and I, and I don't just mean his looks. I'm talking about his MSP also. All yeah. right, and it was a great moment too during that time because like as I was coming back, I was like, yeah, I was on about my shit. And this is like during the time where like Andy Doom's talking hella shit about me. He's like, man, I'll beat Thriller, you know, easily. Like, let, like let's money match, bitch. And this was like the first time I was like, you know what? I will money match you, and it will be for a good amount. I think three hundred dollars at the time was a decent amount. And I went there and I ten seven him, I think. And he said some shit in Vietnamese to like a uh, tree fitty. And I was like, yeah, no man, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was good times, man. Classic, dude. So what made you want to come back then? 
what made me want to come back was just seeing like I missed that competitive feeling because I didn't you know quitting dance you know I I didn't wasn't competitive anymore and like I just wanted to be competitive and get good um at Marvel you know like finally figure it out because it didn't really click like as you said you saw my team go from like hmm I don't know right. and then next thing you know it's like holy shit like it's actually like leveled doing, up yeah leveled up and doing damage to folks. can i give you a quick observation yeah <laughs> so 20 back in 20 was it 16 um ray got married yeah and you were the mc you were yeah, the mc the dj, DJ MC, for yep. his wedding and i remember seeing you. i hadn't seen you in a long ass time mm-hmm. and i think i told ray this i said dude it looks like like you weren't in there completely. Like the something's something's missing. Like there was a spark that was just not mm-hmm. not there. And then you pop back into back into uh the Marvel two scene. Yeah. Maybe that's what was missing, dude. That that competitive feel. Yeah. That you hadn't experienced it for a was, while. It was because like, you know, I was DJ like when I DJ for my friends, like I only do it for friends and family. And even then I'm like kinda like, I don't know, because DJing is stressful, especially for weddings. Like, you need to be the guy that doesn't mess up the sound, that provides the energy and the vibes. And if you can't do that, and they're, like, looking at you, everybody's looking at you. Like, if the song messes up or if there's, like, a curse word, there's just so many things involved with <laughs> like, DJing. Like, what do you mean? You can't have curse words? I mean, at weddings, some folks don't want it, yeah. you know? And I this was my first time, too, back in, in 2016. Shout-outs to my boy, Ray Spartan, man. Um, oh, that was your first your first one? Oh, no, no, it wasn't. But oh, okay. it, it was the first time I DJed a country <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, you got to help me with this playlist, dog. I don't listen to country like that, you know? He's like, hey, bump some Florida Georgia line. You're all my good, God, buddy. God, of course, dude. Ray is all about that country music, <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, baby. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, Crispy. <laughs> so fucking great creamy, body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. So I was I was up in San Jose at the time, NorCal. Uh-huh. And so all I had was online. I remember you. I remember playing against you on PSN. Mm-hmm. And I could tell that you were getting better. Like mm-hmm. around that time, you were leveling up. You had better hit confirms. You had more infinite setups. Mm-hmm. I knew that something was happening. Like the wheels were turning. and They were. Yeah. And something, I, I guess you get to a point where things just start clicking. Yeah. And it, it happens like that for everybody. Did you have any rivals at the time? Any any people online that you just, man, like I need to, like this guy has my number, I need to beat him. Any any highlights from that era? Yeah, man. During the online era, um, <laughs> don't want to bring up his name or anything like that, but there were, there were a couple of online folks. Um, dude, David Lee at the time had my number because I was just barely trying to figure things out. But as I was, I was getting games on him. <laughs> he would be like, asshole. Like, just, I can't believe you hit me with that stuff, you know? Um, ironic, one of those guys. He oh, was, yeah. he had a great kind of like just up back, you know, um, team. And like, I needed to figure this out, how to beat it. You know, like, like we, we used to run like money, like, you know, $25 money matches online. Oh, really? I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, he has it up on his YouTube I mean, the, me and the guy, you know, we had a falling out because, you know, I, I sent a lot of hate mail to him and, you know, he thinks I'm a scumbag. I don't care, you know, but, um, yeah, he was one of the guys that was like, um, always online and giving me great matches. Um, Roundhouse and I used to run it a lot, you know, um, Lockdown and I used to run it a lot. Pasadena and I ran it a lot. Um, uh, who else? There's, oh, freaking old man, Rick Payton. 
Freaking free business. Oh. <laughs> Blackheart and Sanson. Yeah, Blackheart Sanson is a bitch. Dude, yeah. especially with your team, that is a tough matchup. It's very tough. And it's annoying, um, bro. one of the other people, like, shout outs to the PSN goons that, you know, always kept good competition. Yourself, Ken, and this guy, what is it, Kinetic Burst or Kinetic Chaos at the time? What was yeah. your name? Kinetic. Yeah. And yep, uh, yep. Asmo, too, man. Asmo, he's a great player. He's just a wild card, dude. I, I love Asmo. So shout out to Asmo, AKA Improvised Six. Yeah, and Asmo is he's hot and cold. Like some days he's really on it, and yeah. other days it's like, what, what happened to I, you, I, man? I just, I just find <laughs> that he's like always labbing, always trying to find new things. Like, yeah, I feel like he's one of those type of players that, like, you know, he's not really trying to be competitive. Yeah, he's just like, I want to see how much I can annoy you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is annoying, dude. It is. <laughs> so when you got back online, you're getting your sets in with these uh, these mm-hmm. high caliber players. Yeah. When did you decide to test yourself again in person? Whether it was a tournament, whether it was a, a gathering, okay. what happened? So, you know, coming off of online and still playing online, you know, it was, I think, like, a, so the first time I tried it was at Super Arcade. I went into that Rambat, lost. I've beat the first match, but I lost to uh, uh, Arcade Shock Non. I guess they're like the brother of Arcade Shock or something. Wow. He played Team Scrub. It was, uh, I think, two and two, and uh, I was at the time I was playing on stick. So, you know, for people that don't know, I'm exclusively a pad player now, um, just because due to you know hand injuries, shoulder injuries. Um, but back then, I used to like play on stick a lot, and I had my own stick, but it was Bluetooth, right? And it just wasn't good. So actually, the person that lent me their stick was none other than Roundhouse. <laughs> Shout out to Roundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> for letting me his stick at the time to play in that tournament and um i lost and uh you know i was just not doing good in tournaments i wasn't actually good in tournaments at all like because there's so many variables like that i have to remember about the matchup like who has like a one frame jab and stuff like that and so i would lose to people so i tried it again at evo um and i beat the first person again but lost the next so it's just like damn man i really need to figure this shit out because like i have the setups I just need to be either have a set game plan that like a one size fits all, you know, yeah. and that's what I was working towards. Mapping everything. Yeah. So when did you decide to become a, a pad player then? So if you were still on stick. So that it was because like I wasn't getting consistent like um, fly combos and stuff on stick. Interesting. Because like you know I had a at the time I was using um, I think it was like a, a an optical Sanwa. My God. <laughs> yeah. And mixed with tap buttons, you know, like, uh, and I was just like, this shit does not feel right. And then so um, it would be when I would play online is when I play on pad um, at home, you know, because like I didn't have to like lug this shit around. And also, I didn't annoy my wife with the loud freaking clacking at freaking one, one o'clock in the morning. Those late night sessions. And so like I would be like, you know, playing on pad. I mean, not pad, but on stick at night. It'd be like, you know, just, if you yeah. hear that. And it's just like. My wife, uh, you know, who I was dating at the time, she would fucking get so mad. She's like, do you know what freaking time it is? It's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that you guys haven't had this experience. That's the crack and, sessions, baby. Yeah, and and I, and I shit you not, I was like, you know what? I got to go quieter. And I tried to play quiet. And it never worked. Bro. So and, it slowly and- drift into me picking up a pad and just pressing the tapping the... 
Yep. And at that time, we didn't have the Sanwa silent buttons yet. Yeah. Dude. So it was your literally wife's, your wife's yelling at you. Meanwhile, David Lee's on the headset like, "Yo, yo, he's still there." So, no, no, I'm <laughs> Shiro. Yeah, Shibar. No, dude. And yeah, that's what led me to playing to pad mostly. And I was always used to playing pad because you know on DC, I didn't have a stick on DC. Yeah. And when I practiced at my cousin's Carrie's house, like I get, like I said, I played on DC pad, and that's how I practice. And I was so used to that. And, you know, actually pad was a benefit to me because like the 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 throw of the the analog stick and I don't play on the D pad. I don't play on the, you know, directional, I play on the analog stick and the um and the buttons, you know, they're they're short like, you know, active um fr- like, you know, sequence like yeah. or confirmations. And so it was better for me because I didn't have to do so much movement and it helped me with, you know, recovery. Fantastic dude. Yeah. Just like how you, I feel like you, you translated from Moss to going to the uh, H-Tech because it's oh, like, yeah. it's smaller form, light, it does what it needs to do and you don't have to move so much. Right. And plus, I, I've never been the one to hit the buttons heavily. Yeah. You're just like, it's yeah, very, I've it's very keyboard. I still yeah. get mad at how like your muscles are so relaxed. <laughs> I still can't I relax my muscles. Honestly, I think the way Ken plays is like so much better for longevity. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you see a lot of the, the you know a lot of the pro players and and you know a lot of the veterans in the in the scene um complaining about carpal tunnel or just oh, yeah, you know dude. their wrists hurting or their hands are hurting now because you know we're getting older yeah dude but the way yeah the way ken plays like a fucking piano yeah <laughs> I, I try my best and that's good because again yeah. for longevity wise you're gonna you're gonna be coming out on top yeah. of that mm-hmm. as well a Co- couple things to touch up on um so you started playing just to confirm you started playing with the the dreamcast yeah Dreamcast and PlayStation Pad, yeah. Oh, the PlayStation Pad for for PS3. Yeah. Okay. Technology, we, we've ta- we've talked about this on prior episodes. It's the technology that's available to us today is nothing like it was back oh, in 2016, no, 2017. It's right. crazy how it hasn't even been 10 years. Yeah. And it's already like night and day. Dude, the right. MC With, Cthulhu was the thing that I was using, but I had the PS3 version that allowed for Bluetooth. Yeah. And then even then. I wasn't as techy as I am now, like knowing the actual like frame data, the input delay and all that stuff, you know, researching this thing, these things. So that way I can play competitively because I would lose playing on that stick that I built and it'd be like, how come I losing at the start? You yeah. know, and it'd be like, oh, it's because this board is freaking, you know, 11 milliseconds. You Dude, know? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how. You can't have like a like an all-in-one universal stick. I mean, I guess you could, right, with the yeah. universal fight board. Yeah. But back then, mm-hmm. you got you know like a Street Fighter Four SE versus a, a Mad Cat's TE. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's, it's almost like night and day yeah, if right. you if you didn't know what 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 was actually in that stick. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you said, you're losing matches whether it's in tournament or money matching. You're like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. I feel like I'm playing underwater. Exactly. Almost. Yep. So you guys do your research. Make sure that you guys know what's in your stick. Know what parts are available and where to get them. Okay, you can ask around. Um, what What are the best sites to, to visit right now? I mean, Arcade Shock, yeah, Arcade Shock, Paradise Arcades, eBay is a good one too because if you want to pick up like American style, you know, buttons and whatnot. But then there's specific like traditional, like original IL buttons that because if you pick up the ones from like I think it's Arcade Shock, the hat buttons have like a sharper edge versus like the old school IL buttons had actually a rounded edge and they're an actually much shorter in height. So make sure you look out for that and get the long stem. The short stems, I believe, offer a, a longer actuation. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And if you're okay with it, you know we're gonna we're gonna plug all of the the ways to yeah. contact you as far as uh, Twitch and all that. If you guys have any questions, guys, Thrilla is a master of his craft. I um, mean, he, he's definitely very knowledgeable when it comes to this stuff. Shoot him a DM. Yeah, I'm sure he'd be happy to uh, give you guys his uh, his input on you know what boards are best for whatever system you're on and all that. Yeah, like I have I have four different sticks, like one for each system, just because I don't want to deal with yeah traveling <laughs> picking it around. Yeah, and of course the H Tech dude, it's it's so easy for me, dude. Fits That's in the right. backpack. Oh, yeah. Fits in my pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that thing, though. Yeah. All right, man. Let's fast forward. Yeah. So you have your pad set up. It's set up to your liking, okay? Mm-hmm. Something happened to trigger your power-up from mm-hmm. becoming a, a PSN lobby rat to, <laughs> hey, man, this guy is a fucking problem. Like you, 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 you did something, or something happened to trigger that that transformation. What happened? It was just pretty much, you know, um, figuring out that with Iron Man and War Machine and Cable, like there was a there was a there there was a time on PSN where I was like labbing this uh, an instant like infinite setup if you're crouching, and it's literally like so fast that it if you don't block it right you're going to be in the infinite at the beginning of the game other than just a uh, you know switch glitch height launch height kick right trying to beat somebody out this one if you're crouching um if you don't block it right it's pretty much an instant overhead um with the short and and high punch down into cable and if you call out your assist too your assist will just get eaten up by the scimitar and you both your characters might actually end up in the infinite once I learned that, and actually, uh, uh, so I learned that and I practiced that like heavily. Um, there was another setup where like it was spotty every now and then, which was the um, air combo into War Machine, socking them down into War Machine. That would fall through maybe like, it was like at the time in 2015, 16 was like maybe 60, 40 percent yeah. right? ratio. But then there was a point where I was like, hmm, what if I modify this combo, you know, to bring them a little bit lower so I can get at least a 95%, you know, confirm ratio. And that's when it clicked where like, wow, if I don't miss this, they're effed. And right. then I practice other guard breaks, um, you know, for, for the corner and, and more grab setups. So just to like be in that situation and uh, uh, thinking about those variables, like, hmm, I'm low on time. I need to kill these guys fast. Is this person that I'm playing smart enough to read this mix up, you know? That's that's awesome, dude. That right there is uh, is I believe that's that's the the golden brick road right there. Yeah, is if you're able to tailor your approach to your opponent's habits. Yeah, that's when you know that you've hit that next that's level. Right. Yeah, that's right. And I remember when I got back into PSN and we did like a couple first attempts, oh, yeah. dude. I w- I would lose the opener to Thriller like almost every single time with mm-hmm. Magneto. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm just and he was and he had already gotten to the point where he was fast enough to react on the hit confirmation to put me into the infinite. So me, I'm like, what the hell, dude? Like, yeah. I'm losing the opener and he'd, and it would lead into almost a 300% death every I'm single time. I'm losing to a rug. Yeah. <laughs> losing to a rug. No, man, and it's just one of those things um, that I was like, damn, this is actually working and um, I wanted to bring it out. And, and you know, um, during that time, uh, people were noticing it too, you know? Um, 
like people from East Coast, like, oh, he's just a, you know, he's an online goon. He's he's probably not good in tournament and all these things. So I was like, I really wanted to test myself. So like that's when I, you know, went back to like Super Arcade um, and started trying to practice these things and put it, you know, put it to the test. And it, it was working because I was playing uh, <laughs> Mike Chaos at the time and I won every single set. And Mike Chaos is really good. And uh, but at back in the days, he would whoop my ass, you know. But now, like, we met again at the last day at Super Arcade and like. Um, you know, I was just beating him and, uh, you know, he's like, damn, you're, you're really doing this stuff. Like, I can't believe I'm getting hit by this shit, you know, stuff like that. And that's everybody's same reaction. I can't believe I'm getting hit by this shit. And just like you said, you know, once you learn your opponent's choreography and their habits, you can totally tailor if you're running a set to your liking, because now you're making them question. And is this guy going to go low? Is he going to go high? Because if you have those two variables at the opening, it's just a 50-50 game at that point. Yeah, you're you know? flipping, a, yeah. flipping a coin. Now. And, and the way that it's detrimental to your opponent is because they're used to moving a certain way, mm -hmm. and you're forcing them to switch up their movement. Yeah. So now the muscle memory has been thrown upside down, mm -hmm. and you're doing things that your body, your hand movement, is not used to doing mm -hmm. automatically, almost like yeah. Ultra Instinct, right? You're right. used to just moving a certain yeah. way and flowing. Yeah. And now your opponent is, hey, dude, you... Your movement now, it's it's causing it's causing me to land my hits. Yeah. So now you gotta switch it up, not me. Exactly. Right. My game plan is working the way that it's supposed to. And um here another thing before we move on, uh, that helped me a lot was like coming from dance, coming from DJing, like getting over the fear of performing, you know, gave me the confidence to play. And one thing in uh, dance, like hip hop battle, like you don't fear anyone. You go in and you're gonna like, you know, when you battle somebody, you're like, I'm about to, you know, fuck your shit up, dude. I'm about to like put it out there and make you real recognize like my skills. And so when I would play people, I would go in with that mentality of like, you're just another regular Joe, dude. Like I'm just gonna go in and I'm gonna dash in and, and be in your face and I'm gonna wait for that mistake. And if you do something wrong, I'm going to totally capitalize on it. And so as you've seen with my gameplay, I would totally, I'm not scared of like doing the Tom and Jerry cat and mouse chasing. I'm just going to keep chasing you until you, until I get you into that position of vulnerability. And if you mess up, uh, you know, I'm going to mix you up or, or do something to confirm into an infinite and bring you to death and make you watch the, the Iron Man movie one, two and three. I fucking hate that movie, dude. <laughs> I've seen it one too many times, let me tell you. Yeah, man. So now that you've, you've tested yourself in uh, not just online, but in person, right? You're yeah. taking names. You're like, okay, mm -hmm. Thrilla has finally arrived, yeah. right? We want to fast forward to your trip to the East Coast. Test oh your might. Oh, we're talking about this, huh? All oh right. yes, we are, dude. We have to. We have to talk about it. Okay. You knew this had to come up after um, after Combo Breaker when I steamrolled over all of them. Amazing. Right. The it, it was always like it was me and Duck, and then there was everybody else. Mm -hmm. That that's that that was the perception that everybody had. It was Duck and I at the very top, and then everybody else. Uh, East Coast included. Like Sanford was yesterday's news. Yeah. Yipes wasn't playing. Um, and then the rest of the East Coast guys were just kind of there. Like, yeah. Econ was still a threat. Chris Matrix was just kind of stagnant. Big fall. Josh yeah. was playing terrible. Josh 360 was playing terrible. Yeah. They, you went out there for Test Your Might, mm -hmm. which which was the um, the equivalent to, I guess... Bots 4. 
bots or something like that. Well, what made you want to travel out there? So what made me want to travel out there? um, So shout outs to Fuji. And um, I didn't divulge the name that sponsored uh, me to take that trip, which was uh, CYF. Shout outs to George. Shout outs to Kuyo George that sponsored my trip to go to, to New York. Um, and Fuji, you know, like putting it up, like, Hey, do you want to come out here and, you know, test your mic? I was like, yeah, I don't mind. I think I'm at a good position. But, uh, before I even made that decision too, though, was like during leading up to that was like, you know, I was watching and you guys saw it too. Yipesen, Sanford would play with everybody, uh, during that time, like for that year and was like, Yipesen, Sanford looks like they still got it. They still are taking names, beating G-Con, beating Wigfall, beating Josh, beating Chris, like nothing, you know? I'm like, damn, these guys are really top-notch. Can I... Let me interject Let me interject on that. I feel as though it looks that way yeah. because they've been playing these guys for years. Right. It's, it's like watching footage of me versus Ray. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll... Like Ray will get his wins, mm-hmm. right? But I will beat Ray more convincingly. So, looking at it from that lens, I'm the one that looks godlike, right? Right. But then Ray can go on and, and demolish somebody else, right? Yeah. Like an, another top caliber player. Yeah. And I feel like it looks that way because they know how these guys move. Yeah. Yipes knows Jason's movement. Yeah. Chris Matrix, whatever. Plug in any East Coast player. They they know their tendencies and their habits. Yeah. yeah. The real test is when you're put up against somebody that you've never played, you've never, never faced before, yeah, exactly. and that's a perfect segue going into what we're going to talk about is your is your trip out there. Yeah. So, what was going through your head? Honestly, dude, it was the right before, or you know, literally right before the height of COVID, and I was like, "Holy shit, I'm going to be flying out here in the snow," you know, not knowing what kind of clothes I need to bring. Uh, I just brought a thick jacket and dude, I was in my hotel like by myself just training and then, you know, Wigfall, Josh Wigfall, shout out to Josh was like, yo, come through to the spot, you know, and I took an Uber there and um, I was like thinking like, wait, should I have done this? The Be- spot? What spot? His house. So oh, okay. okay. For, for, for like kind of like the gauntlet. So I, I sat down with an East Coast gauntlet. Um, Desmond was there. Sanford was there. Josh, Chris. Um, I think that was it, but, um, but yeah, I, I was like, oh, should I have done this? Cause like, I don't know if I want to, you know, expose my, right. you know, my, my G- gameplay to give these them guys. experience, yeah, with give them a head start. So, you know, that's why when you see me, if you, I still have the footage, I, I, I downloaded it for my own keepsake to review the, like the, the matches. But yeah, I was like, Hmm, I'm going to just play combo fiend <laughs> and, and see how I do. And I was doing pretty well. Um, Magneto, Iron Man, Sentinel. Yeah. Drones? Drones, yeah. Okay. I never play Rocket Punch. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know. I'm just going to play, you know, this team. But then Sanford, uh, when I played him, he was like, man, play your real shit. <laughs> and Josh was like, yeah, man, play your shit. And, like, I was like, nah, man. I was like, just wait until Sunday. You'll get a taste of it Sunday. And I made it. I was like, and come get a taste. Yeah. And then, I mean, it was a first of 10 and Sanford, uh, ended up taking the game because of the fact that like, you know, I was playing, I'm a, a, a plan B right now. I was playing. Combo what was the B, score? 10, seven. Okay. But then I got him in the, uh, That's the still really back. good though. Yeah. I, I was beat and I got him in the first to five run back. And, nice. um, 
and yeah, it, it was a great experience. Like I wasn't trying to divulge too much tech because I had a lot, you know, for them. But yeah, I was playing Wigfall. I was playing Chris. You know, my brothers out there, they, they showed me a great time. It was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that was just my thought. It was just like, damn, I, I'm by myself. I got, I have to represent the West, you know. And then there was like, you know, side talk of people like, man, they might collude against you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, that's just a lot of noise that I don't even need to hear right now. Collude how? Like during the tournament, right? Like, um, you know, they might make, let's say, uh, like Josh Wigfall win, you know, on purpose, you know, mm. like they would make like, like, so like the matchup dives. is yeah. worse for you. Yeah. So that, so it's like, you know, they, he can get to 10 and I get to 10 and then, you know, do you have to split the money or something like that? Yeah, or, I see. And then I was just like, eh, man, I don't need to hear that right now. I, what I want is good gameplay. I, I, I felt like I was gin going to, you know, 37 or us, you know, yeah. to like test my might and play with these great players. Cause I've never really played with them before. All I've heard were stories. You know, this is my first chance at like, you know, just playing and just being me, you know, without any of the noise. But uh, it was cool to see because, like, you know, everybody's, you know, was supporting me and, and you know, um, I could see the comments during the stream because, like, we would play just like this, but then there was a big screen with, like, you know, the chat and everything. And it was just like, oh, damn, people really like what I'm doing. Um, and How, what was the, so fast forward to tournament day, mm -hmm. what was the end result? End result was me being, it should have been 10 0. Um, so I had to play. So the tournament was you have to beat Yipes and uh, Sanford in a first of five, and whoever gets the best score wins the tournament. <laughs> and um, so the first match was me and Sanford, and um, you know you guys know the score. It was five zero. Um, you know, Jesus, and uh, got a salty embrace because like the only reason why I even popped off was because he was like saying in the the, the chat before that the night before he was like ah thriller all right kind of just like you know. Not really giving me my flowers, but giving me my flowers, kind of like you know, yeah, like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, right. And uh, so yeah, I I you know it was five zero. Then it was me versus Yipes. But leading up to that, you know, me and Yipes were just like he he recognized you know the skill. He's like I see you. And I was like yeah, I know you see me. But I said but before the match, I was like I'm gonna fuck your shit up, like when you run into me, you know when we're gonna play. And so I don't know if that contributed to anything that like how he was playing that day, but. Um, yeah, it should have been five zero because of my one of my supers. Uh, they bounce out. That's one of the stupid mechanics of War Machine and Iron Man. Sometimes they bounce out, and um, that was unfortunate. And uh, I really wanted MSP because he picked uh, reverse uh, row. Oh yeah, he wasn't he wasn't gonna pick MSP on you, bro. Yeah, because even if you, I even told Fuji and everybody in the East Coast like if he picked MSP, he would have got his shit fucked up. Regardless how fast he was, I was ready for it. And um, I still believe during that time, if he had picked MSP, he wouldn't have gotten the wins. God, I love to hear it. Something about 2019, dude, where we we were just at our strongest, like our strongest uh, yeah. forms, our strongest performances that year. Yeah, we were building up to it. Yeah. Like we were just like figuring the shit out. Like you said, like you can see something happening. And I felt like Test Your Might was one of those times where it's just like, okay, this is what this is what it is. This is the Thrillers team. This is what it is. This is the the pecking order. Yeah. And that, dude, you going out there flipped everything upside down. Because there was, I'm sure that there was a lot of salt flowing after after that uh, weekend. Mm -hmm. And these guys were probably like waiting for a crack at you again. At least, at least I would hope so, right? From a competitive standpoint. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, walk us through the, the concept of the, of the fifth element. So, you know, 
due to the fact of me winning Test Your Might with Iron Man, you know, and not playing one of the four gods, it put into conversation again, is Iron Man better than Cable? And we got in a pod, not a podcast, but a, a little stream chat with uh, myself, Josh360, and World Machu. Shout out to my boys, my Iron Brothers, my Iron Gods, my, you know, my Mount Rushmore of Iron Men. Um, they, we all agreed, you know, that Iron Man is a threat and he is better than Cable just due to the fact of the one touch kill. And we I know that we that. can talk theory fighter, you know, 3v3 or 1v1. This is a, you know, a team based game. But at most times, sometimes Cable is just out there by him, by his lonesome, you know? Iron Man's going to fuck him up. He's going to either mix him up, dash over him, get an overhead, or trip you, get an OTG, something that leads to like infinite death, you know? And so, and that led to it being, you know, he is considered the fifth god, the fifth element, just because of how dangerous he has become. That's right. And we've, we've proven that. I've proven that, you know? This is the first time Iron Man has ever won an actual tournament, you know, and it's being recognized now. Like, I, I agree completely. And that's, the, I feel like that falls solely on your shoulders of having Iron Man on point and winning a tournament. Mm-hmm. Like nobody can take away from that. You could, you could blame it on gimmicks or yeah. being unfamiliar with the matchup, but that's nobody's fault other than, yeah, I mean, your, your opponents, opponents pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much all there is to that's say right. on that. That's right. Nobody can erase that. That's how you cemented yourself as a as a high caliber player. Mm-hmm. After that, okay, then we move on to 2020. COVID hits, mm-hmm. and it's time to do what everybody else did, yep. and that's figure out a way to uh, expand your portfolio. And you did that by becoming a content creator. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I have you know, like I said, I I, I take from I get inspired by people who are very caring and giving that don't take credit for shit. And one of those people were Mike Watson, who was running Super Arcade. I mean, like him or hate him, whatever you guys have, that's your own beef. But Mike has always shown me a home to go to when, you know, when playing Marvel, you know, and and providing the hype. And when I heard that his, you know, arcade was closing down, I was like, damn, guys, what are we going to do after this? Like, where are we all going to play? COVID hit. And I was like, shit, there's online. And so I took it upon myself. Um, I mean, after even after that, like when, when it closed down, I hosted the first all thrill session at my house, not my house, my apartment at the time. And um, oh man, we could get to a lot of things about this. But yeah, I invited a bunch of folks. We had a lot of fight, great fight cards. Um, man, uh, great matches. We had Neo versus Roundhouse, World versus Wes. Yeah, amazing. That was a great. That was a great set, man. You versus everybody, you know. Actually, um, I, I didn't really play anybody. You I versus just played, Lock. Uh, I just played Lock like in a quick first of three. First I think. Of, yeah, three first of three. First yeah. But yeah. I felt like that those that was like the spark of like uh, a community of like high level play, you know. But then it all dwindled apart just because of like you know, um, you know, you try to keep and keep this together and, and try to keep running it but it, it the second one obviously COVID hit and we couldn't run the the second or third one because that uh, people were scared of COVID and very understandable you know and so we had to take it online right and so I helped a lot of folks get a PS3 um, with the Marvel on it you know um, for educational purposes only you know we provided them with a, a hen PS3 which provided NBC2 
the crack. <laughs> it's beautiful. And uh, we hosted tournaments. We hosted online tournaments. Um, uh, and, you know, we started streaming on, well, you know, it used to be on Facebook Live a lot. Um, but then we, uh, you know, we tra- I transferred to Twitch because, uh, you know, I was like, hmm, I, I should jump on this Twitch thing. Um, who do you call it? Go for Broke was like already on. And he was like, yeah, you, got, you guys should go to Twitch. It's much, you know, much more uh, user friendly. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. What do I need? You know, what do I need? What do I need? And me coming from a production background, my dad was, you know, an audiovisual, you know, engineer slash like actor slash singer and all that stuff. I, I already knew about all these things, like how to hook things up. I just needed to know how to capture it. What is the device I need to capture these moments, you know? And so, um, yeah, we got into streaming on Twitch and, uh, we, you know, we, st- and then that's when things just started building, you know, um, giving people hype money matches and tournaments and stuff like that. And yeah. not, not only that, but one, one of the more notable uh, aspects of it, uh, was your production value. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You put a lot of effort into transitions and overlays and a lot of things that I feel are taken for granted yes. just because it looks nice doesn't mean that it was easy to put together. That's right. right. So it's it's almost like, you know, we spend no expense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thriller, Thriller always had a really clean setup. And you could just see, again, what Ken said is his production value was just top notch, man. Like you could just see when he was putting on stream, I was like, wow, he, he put in a lot of you know forethought into, into yeah. making this yeah. I mean, that's run just, very smooth. That just goes with my my perfectionist attitude slash like just when you do something do it good you know like am i gonna do something and be shitty at it for what for what why waste my time with that and a lot of people take it you know the wrong way too sometimes where i'm just like i'm just trying to provide help you know like i can like i want it like i was helping a lot of people with their streams starting it up and offering my services not as to like hey do it my way you know it's just more like hey you got these tools let me help you you know let me help you get started you know like you can do the scoreboard this way because a lot of people would manually type it in and that fucking sucks but using a scoreboard app you know i i hooked a roundhouse up with that i think a pasadena spartan like you know i was just passing around i wasn't trying to be like this guy who was like hey like i helped you you know like, like try, give me the spotlight it. you know like fuck that dude like i was just more about <laughs> i'm really always always if somebody asks me for help like generally i would always say yes if i can help them you know i'm, I'm always going to help and that's what that's what I've always been doing, you know? That's awesome, man. You can see it from the very beginning, like some of your earlier um, videos of how everything kind of progressed. Mm-hmm. And you started getting better at these, at, at using the, not just Twitch in general with capturing the, the mm-hmm. gameplay, but adding all of these, like the, like the scoreboards. Mm-hmm. The uh, if, you look, if you look at uh, all the overlays that you have now, mm-hmm. char- um, not character, but player profiles, mm-hmm. where they're from, what teams they use. Right. Yeah. Play style, uh, I believe. Dude, it's amazing it's amazing and i think that if you i mean it's only gonna get better yeah as as time goes on so that that's definitely something that should be noticed like i said it's i appreciate it man. It, it could be taken for granted you know just because it looks nice doesn't mean that it was easy to put together as i said so dude it's amazing thank Kick, you thank really kicking is. ass i appreciate it with that okay and if i may be so bold um after you got into the the content creator stuff, mm-hmm. remember we're like a, we're like in Marvel limbo, yeah. right? Yeah, we are because because of uh, because of COVID and all that. Twenty twenty two comes around, mm-hmm. and it's time for Texas Showdown. <laughs> all right, COVID COVID has let up yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah. things are kind of starting to become a little bit normal again. What happened with Texas Showdown? Oh man, um, Texas Showdown. 
was just on a whim really um but what inspired me to go really was just like hanging out with vdo and stuff like my big bro and um i just wanted to travel i had time to travel because actually you know my work allows me to travel and we have a business out there in texas in austin and um oh, i was doing better. double duties you know i was like yeah i'm here for the you know for work and then on the weekend i could go play and so <laughs> I was there and um, uh, shout outs to my brother video who uh, allowed me to uh, stay at his place. It was awesome. We had, you know, great times, great eats, no uh, water burger gate uh, stories. My God. Um, just, <laughs> you know, overall, turd. overall, uh, just connecting and, and vibing with each other on a, on a one-to-one basis and getting to know each other better because, you know, we know each other like, like in the Marvel community, right? Like we've known each other for years. Like everybody knows each other, right. like by name and face. Right. But do we know each other? No. You know what I mean? We've. I don't think many of us have really collaborated or or kind of like got together on a. No, we haven't. No, you know Major- I mean? majority of the community is either just neutral, cordial. Yeah, neutral. Yep, cordial. Or you can, we can't. They can't stand each other, and mm-hmm. they just don't want have anything to do. Yeah. It's it's very happens very few and far between now yeah. for people to connect and. Okay, the, yeah. I, this guy is my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's what I loved about it. It, it felt like real connection. Like, you know, um, just being out there and hanging out with Buck and, and Tone and uh, who is it? Uh, uh, freaking Turtle Power, you know. Um, oh, he's out there. Yeah, Turtle oh, Power's wow, out nice. there. Um, this guy, RJ, was out there. So shout outs to the Bay. He came out there. And uh, yeah, we, we ran the tournament and um, I ran into a lot of great uh, foes um and, and and opponents my one of my hardest ones that i knew i needed to beat was um if i didn't i would probably lose the tournament and not get further which was tone you know he's the king of texas you know what i mean he was the best in te- i feel like he's the best in texas i i didn't know i don't know any more like like players that were as active as him and just killing it you know so uh it came really close and it was two i think it's a three out of yeah, um, first of three at Texas Showdown, and it came down to the wire. It was like 2-2. Two, two. Um, I have two characters up, and he has two characters, and he had Storm Mag, and, dude, it came down to time over. And I was like, freak, yeah. I won the time over. I popped off a little bit, did a robot dance, and then uh, <laughs> shout-out to Roundhouse at the time, gave me my flowers. He was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's what put me in the top eight, and I was just like, oh, shit. This is real. Like, granted that, you know, the player base, people may say, like, oh, there wasn't a lot of great players at the time. But, like, dude, shut up, man. Like, you didn't go. You know, you could sit there and uh, sit at the couch and talk some shit, whatever. But it's like, dude, go go do something better with your time. Like, yeah, you can provide your opinion. That's whatever. That's free. Agreed. But, like, yeah, man. Like, I, I still played the best players in Texas, you know. And I won that one, that match. And then I had to play uh, my my neighbor, Roundhouse. <laughs> and uh right. and uh yeah I, I i beat him too it was a i think it was a 2-2 at the time and i think i took the last game and then it, it led me to fighting surfbot in the the finals the and finals. the uh, uh, grand finals as well um the the winners finals um i think it was 3-0 and then the grand finals was um 3-1 you were in the losers i was in the winners i never lost oh yeah so then he lost and came back Oh, okay. So yeah. he did he reset the bracket? No. 
Oh. No, I'm saying I won because he was in winner's finals with me. Oh, and then I, beat I him, see. He lost. I see. And he fought his way out of the losers to right, get back right, to right, grand finals. Yeah. And so, yeah, I beat him again. Um, yeah. And that's where that classic three <laughs> meme came from. It's only three, fool. <laughs> Shout out to Serpa, the boy Serpot, dude. Man. I love you, bro. Serpot's been pissing me off lately, dude. <laughs> Just because, well, I mean, he finally won his tournament. Uh, he won the, the Xbox Live tournament yeah. with Brett. Shout outs to to Brett for throwing that. But I told Serpot, I'm like, dude, you need to win a tournament. Like, I'm not there. Pasadena's not there. Duck's not there. Like, you need to get one. So he didn't win Texas Showdown. He didn't win, um, what was it? Uh, was it NEC? I don't know. What was the one that they had at the East Coast recently? Uh, Crack till Dawn. No, 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 no. No, no, that's Brett's stuff. No, oh, stuff. Defend the North. Defend the North, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, granted, he still got second place, which is, which is still great in mm-hmm. itself. But I'm like, dude, you need to f- finally win one. Because I feel like that's the only thing that he's missing. Right. Um, nevertheless, though, you won Texas Showdown. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of great stuff that happened afterwards, like a lot of, uh, oh yeah, like salty sweet. Um, did you see any highlights? Did you participate in anything? Um, all I can remember was being really drunk, um, <laughs> oh, man, and, and, and making amends with uh, Kodiak Phoenix because me and him used to butt heads because he his play style, and you know this, Daniel, um, that your play style can be very scummy and very cocky. And uh, I used to take it to heart, be like, man, this guy, is, is he like trolling me and to be like super like a dick towards me or what? And I'd be like, and then I would teabag him a lot. So back in the online days. But anyways. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, let me interject here. Uh, Kodiak was actually the first guy that eliminated me in my first tourney at Evo. Oh. And the oh. way he played, I remember it. So <laughs> I'm a, I want that one back, Kodiak, so you know, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can attest to that. But yeah, no. Um, but, you know, I... Um, it just there wasn't any real i just remember um sitting back at the salty suite that tone and everybody were hosting at and i was uh lit and i was on the stream i wasn't playing really any matches um there weren't any really real highlights i think roundhouse came for a little bit and played everybody and he won i think i think all of his money matches but i wasn't paying attention it was just more like i see him to the side but i'm like I'm like lit. I'm like, oh man, this is awesome, everybody. Like, awesome, know? Goku. <laughs> hey, Goku. <laughs> but no, and uh, and that was Texas Showdown in a, in a nutshell. You know, I won, and um, and actually, you know, I I didn't when I won Test Your Might, I didn't feel like a champion at all, because when I came back home, uh, you know, we had the PSN Top 16 tournament um, invite, and I lost, you know, the first one, and then what does uh, East Coast do. Oh, that's right. They create a freaking, uh, like a, a PowerShell, <laughs> like the power, PowerPoint a, it slide. Was an, it was an Excel, Excel spreadsheet. Of a, of a, a, like a crypto, almost like, you know, um, stock. My stocks were dropping to zero. It, they, what they called me was like a, I'm a pump and dump, like, <laughs> you know, a pump and dump stock. I was like, damn, dude, like, I, and they told me like you know it's just all fun and games. Well, like damn son, like there's yeah. a, no, there's there's still a little bit of truth in there, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's just one of those things is when you start winning. Yeah. The moment that you lose, it's oh. Yeah. See. Flashing. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. This guy. <laughs> oh, sucked. you're tr- you're trash. Yeah. I knew you were. I knew you were garbage. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened. And, and that's oh what what Texas Showdown. The person that made me actually realize that like I won something major was Turtle Power. He, after winning, um, I got off the stage. I called my wife. (laughs) 
had some deviled eggs. Um, but no, I, I, uh, no, I, I called her. I said I won, um, but I still didn't feel like I won anything, you know, until Turtle Power just came up to me. He was like, dude, why you look so fucking down, dude? You just won a major. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I did. You know, and, and I just sat with it and I just, you know, let's go out to drink. Let's let's go celebrate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to Turtle Power, man. After after uh, Texas Showdown, like I said, this is only adding to your accolades. Like this is it. You've you've arrived. Yeah. As as a real threat to everybody, and you're still you're still uh, creating content, right? Yeah. The stream the streams are still happening. Yeah, I remember the happening. buzz he had when Dude. when he won Texas Showdown. Like you were we're talking about content even on like on yeah. YouTube from other creators are saying like, oh, 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 have you have you guys seen this new team or you know? Dude, like, yeah. It's r- ridiculous. So it's mm-hmm. putting it's putting Iron Man on the map, War Machine on the map as right, well. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people thought uh, we're kind of we're kind of straying away from the whole gimmicks talk because this shit is working. Mm-hmm. It's working against Magneto. It's working against everything. Mm-hmm. So you can't really say, "Oh, it's just it's just gimmicks," because the results are there yeah. and they're and they're consistent. And yeah. that's what that's what people want to see. It's consistency. Consistency. Yeah. What we need to address now is uh, stream culture. Yeah. Because Roundhouse kind of kicked it off, right? Yeah. Lockdown was in there. You jumped on the scene. Yeah. What I did notice is you guys are kind of like competing for for stream time mm-hmm. without doing it directly. It's kind of like in, indirect. Right, right. Was there ever some kind of agreement like, hey, man, I'm going to... Because the communication obviously was there, right? Mm-hmm. Was there ever like, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to do Mondays. Maybe you can do Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a point where like we were all stepping on each other's foot, um, but not knowing that we're doing so. But then when we would, you know, I think somebody would like pass off the raid and it wasn't like anything you know malice or anything like that it was just more like oh he's streaming all right i'm a stream too and you know the content is here if you want to see a money match the content is here if you want to see high level play the content is here if you want to see some really good trap team stuff and it just more so what i've learned from hip-hop dance and being a person who ran events and do a lot of events actually outside of gaming is that in the culture and you have your brothers and sisters out there doing their own events as well, you would ask like, hey, are you doing anything this weekend? Are you running an event? Um, I just wanna make sure that I don't you know, do like a double event and people have to pick and choose you know, where to go. And so I've picked that up and brought that into the streaming culture where I would ask like, hey, um, are you doing anything this weekend? Or when are you streaming? Cause I don't wanna like, you know, stream when you're streaming. And I remember passing those like, cur- uh, like those cordial or courtesy messages out right. before. But then it just came to a point where I was like, oh, well, um, you know, I just I'll just stream like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, that's when you'll catch me. And it just kind of like fell in line. And Roundhouse always was just like always had, you know, money matches lined up. So that's all I always give him props to that, because that dude just had it always lined up till this day from that point on it was like, dude, this guy's been pr- like playing Andy Doom for like 20 years now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Andy Doom, John Ryder. Yeah, Andy coming Doom, John right Ryder. up. Yeah, exactly. Um, I used to be on that that list too. You know, me and him would go back and forth, and yeah, it it, it was a good times back then. Yeah, well, communication is key. Yeah, like a, totally. The fact that you guys had that set in place, this is still kind of new. Like for for us in general, like this, we don't know what happens. Yeah, behind the scenes, it's just that's right. You don't you don't think about it until it's time to look at your your analytics for for mm-hmm. Twitch and for YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you got to hit your numbers too. I mean, here's the thing: when I streamed. I never really 
I still don't care. Like I'm not like that on social media or like trying to build a follower. Like I need you to follow me, you know, like I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for subscribers. I'm just looking to give you guys entertainment. You know, if it leads to somewhere great with more followers, sure, that's awesome. But I'm not looking for that at all. Like I'm just like, my sole purpose is just to have fun with you guys, you know, because our, our community is as small as it is. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? What, 20, 30 views and I'm competing with you? It's like, that doesn't mean, like, I'm not going to argue with you and be like, hey, man, why are you stealing my views? Like, dude, really? Like, <laughs> I'm not a fucking, like, pop star that has a million, like, subscribers that are, you know what I mean? Like, right. dude, it's literally, like, it's chump change and, and it's very small in, like, the aspect of, like, what we are involved with. Yeah. So to me, I don't care about that. Like, I didn't care, like, what they thought. Some people think, like, I do it for the fame. It's like, dude, you really don't know me at all. Like, I don't do shit for fame, dude. That's right. I do it for the love of the community. Because right, it's I'm, a passion. Yeah, it's a passion. When you're passionate about something, you put your all into it. And so it may come off as, like, oh, Thriller puts so much time into his stream, his outlays and all these things. He just wants to be popular you know it's like come on man like yeah. we're fucking grown adults dude mm-hmm. like i just do this because i like because i'm an artist myself like you said you know me to be a man of many talents i'm a man of i'm a jack of most traits one of my traits is that i'm an artist i'm gonna create because i'm a creator and if you're gonna hate on that sure fine but don't call me something that i'm not you know right so and especially if you don't ever take the time to sit down and talk with me and know what i'm about you know what i mean I feel like nobody really does that nowadays. No. It's, it's, it's easy to pass judgment, bro. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's easy. Yeah. I, from a tactical perspective, like if Roundhouse was, like during his, his money match with uh, Jay Wong, mm-hmm. I guess, like I wouldn't want to go on stream during that time, you know, while I'm, while I'm doing a set against Mr. Important Man, you know, because no. I know nobody's going to be tuning into my stream, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, still, like, I mean. But yeah. it, it's, I mean, the the... The community goal is to gain as much eyes on the product yes, as possible, right? As a whole. Yeah. Like, and when I say product, I mean the game. Yeah. So it it would be cool if you guys had like a set, like you do Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? right. Roundhouse does Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, I don't know. No. He's his own guy. You can't hold him to a schedule. Right, right. He does what he, he does. He doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't exactly. have to. But, but I do know what you mean. The communication is key, especially if we want to be a part of a, a growing community. What helps is that like, hey... Uh, I'm going to be streaming this at this time, you know what I mean? And But it doesn't have to be like that, you know? We can always stream at the same time, and I'm just going to be me because, like, like lessons learned is just that, you know, you just do you, and if somebody has a problem, just speak up. Communication is key, dude. I cannot stress that <laughs> in enough. All, in all aspects. As long as we can have a civil conversation that's factual... You yeah. know, you leave your emotions, yeah. you know, you keep your emotions in check. I don't even check. get that most times, dude. Sometimes <laughs> oh, it's just, dude, yeah. I don't either, man. Yeah. Trust me, bro. <laughs> I just have people coming up to me like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things to add to Thrilla's contributions to the community is that he will host uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 sessions, um, at least on a monthly basis. Yeah. Um, Thrilla has put in a lot of time, a lot of money, you know, that goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, a lot of resources into his his setup at his uh, his household. Dude, we're talking state-of-the-art streaming equipment. We're talking monitors. Uh, we still have a CRT mm-hmm. in place mm-hmm. and all kinds of amenities. If you guys are looking to go, I mean, if you're in the area, if you if you want to have a good time, yeah. be a part of the stream, uh, enjoy some great games with multiple setups. I mean, yeah. every time That's that right. we have it, there's nobody really standing around unless they're socializing. Yeah, right. You know? 
it's a great safe place to yeah. practice play recreationally and just socialize dude mm-hmm. we're, we're a fucking community at the yeah. end of the day yeah uh one thing that i do ask and because i know that thrill is too modest to ask okay uh. if you guys attend guys please please consider contributing to the place bring a six-pack yeah. bring a bottle yeah bring something because at the end of the day we're all kind of chipping in to have a good time and, and i fully welcome a lot of people man and i i want it to grow um you know for the higher level and for the newbies too but you know for for the people that don't even know that think like you know i'm doing this for the money the stream money that i even get which is not even that much i put back into the amenities that chaos is talking about um i literally even go above and beyond to put more on top of that so that everybody's fed i don't even ask for money back either you know i just put hey if you want to donate cool you know put it on the desk or something you know like i don't even I'm not looking for that, you know. I just I just want to provide you guys with a place to play, and uh, if you want to contribute, that's awesome, you know. And it just makes things better too. Because uh, shout outs to Triple Six Chaos when I when he first came, he brought like a bunch of sodas and chips, and that just lasted you know another month or two. And so I appreciate the people that have been always bringing like a bottle of something really nice to drink, you know, in terms of like alcoholic beverages. And and if you don't want to partake in the alcoholic beverages and all that stuff, that's fine by us as well. We totally welcome you to just be you and you don't have to do anything that we, you know, that we're doing, you know what I mean? Just be yourself and have Dude, fun. It's it's a great it's a great thing to have especially nowadays where we're still very divided as a community. Not, yeah. a lot of, not a lot of people talk about it, but we're still kind of in that that uh, mm-hmm. click click <laughs> era, unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're hoping that maybe. I mean, you don't have to, right? We don't have to fucking sit around and sing "Kumbaya," right? No. <laughs> but there are t- opportunities for us to be more united as a community. Oh yeah, man. And the uh, you know the work never stops, even though even though it won't it may not happen, it's still. Yeah. Still a possibility. Yeah. Good times, good vibes. That's all we're looking for as a community. That's exactly what I wrote on my paper. Good times, good vibes. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that tattooed on my chest, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So what is um what's next, man? Because you're you're uh, you're more towards le- you know you still you still have your PSN streams running. Mm-hmm. We still have the the sessions at the place, dude. We're having a good time. Yeah, we're having we're, a we're great kick, time. We're kicking ass. We're we're taking names. Mm-hmm. That leads me to fight kingdom Ooh. let's talk about fight kingdom uh, emotional roller coaster <laughs> fight kingdom man um that, ha- so, that happened this year uh washington this is back in may yeah. shout out to preppy man walk us through it bro so uh fight kingdom one of those things where like i was at texas showdown actually um 2023 this year um and after winning texas showdown again i was just back at video's house and i was this on the the futon that i was on and i go man it would be so awesome if world machu was here or one of my other brothers you know that are that that really kind of like um that i have a good time with and so i called him i was like hey man you need to uh what if we planned a trip to go to uh fight kingdom and um He's like, yeah, I'm down. So I was like, look, I'll book your ticket right now if you if you got the time. He's like, yeah, do it. So I booked this ticket without a thought, um, because we wanted to go. And video's like, yeah, let's go, you know. And um, and 
and uh and then we were like hmm who else could we think about that can go and none other than the fight kingdom champion mr chaos over here <laughs> and uh it was a great bonding experience man and uh so chaos was totally trying to keep it secret <laughs> Who did you sign up as? Creation Scapes, like some dirtbag. <laughs> Ironically, he's uh, one of Preppy's uh, good friends, like old school friends. Oh, no way. So when I showed up, Preppy looked at me like, what? Yeah. You're not Ron. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, it was an incredible experience, man. Yeah. Dude, that was like the, basically the sleeper, like, tournament of the year because people was. didn't expect it to be that good oh, for it was sure. amazing i, I have to say it it was one of the best tournaments um yeah. and and just experience all around just because of the fact that like we had everybody even after the tournament just hanging out downstairs of the hotel and it was we would pop up a, a random you know setup and just start cracking out and it'd be like four or three o'clock in the morning and just drinking and stuff like that crack all night yeah dude. but how I felt about going into this tournament, I wasn't looking to compete. I was just looking to have a good time with my brothers. I wasn't focused on winning or anything like that. Because um, I, I think I've said it in my, my own personal streams where I'd be like, I'm not taking this one seriously, guys. Because I'm like, I'm already beat. I just came from Texas Showdown. And that was already a freaking like whirlwind of like competition brain drain, you know. Because I had to fight, you know, Smooth Viper and, uh, and Potter. That is very draining to fight two great Thrax players, and especially with Iron Man chasing that. Like I was super, like I'm not, I don't want to do this again. You know Dude, I mean? I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> like and so like I played. Uh, you know, you, you saw I was playing. Um, it was just. It was everywhere, Ken. I don't know where you want to go with this. I remember, because... dude. Uh, I mean, all I can tell you is that I whooped some ass with Spider-Man. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'll tell you. you. <laughs> I, and, and, and you can hear in the background, if you guys are watching those videos, if you're hearing people screaming like uh, like gorillas or like yelling out, Parker, that was me and World Machu. All right? We're, we're like, Parker, oh, he's dying. <laughs> that was funny, dude. Charlie Goblin sent me that one clip where I think one of you guys were yelling, Parker. Yeah. And he sent it to me. He's like, hey. Am I tripping out or is somebody saying Parker in the back? I like your fire. Like you're not wrong. <laughs> it's world, bro. What a great tournament, dude. There's a lot of stuff that happened both inside and outside the tournament. Mm -hmm. um, oh, boy. Stuff that we can't talk about. We, oh, man. We cannot. We, 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 got in, we got into some squabbles, you know, out there. Um, but what we did take Emotional away. Emotional squabbles. Yeah, emotion and physical. Physical, too. Yeah. Um, but what we can take away from it was that uh, Thrilla and World, we both. All three of us, you know, we, we got closer than we had ever mm -hmm. been. Yeah. I consider these guys, you know, my brothers. And I feel like it's ne it's never too late to kind of form a bond with somebody and just find common ground. And, hey, you know what? We have more in common than we thought Yeah. Um, outside of the game. So that was, dude, that was a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Left with the championship with my bros. Yeah. Um, you did run food. You did run a good set with uh, G-Con. Oh. Oh, totally dude, that forgot. set was godlike. Bro. Shout out to Lazy Reaper for still, you know, oh, yeah. providing all the content. Yes. Oh, my God. And he was just pushing it out, dude. Like, just, yeah, he, was. he was up all night just creating those freaking videos. Anyways, but yeah, I played Catch that one on YouTube, guys. G-Con versus yeah. Thrilla. Oh, my God. So, okay, leading up to this, right, just real quick, was that, you know, I didn't get to play G-Con um, in a serious set. Um, he counted the test your might casuals where i was playing combo fiend where he'd be like yeah i still beat you though 
And I'm like, dude, I play Cobble Feet in Casuals. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, you beat me then, but I beat you at Evo last time for like in the first to five, you know? So, uh, and then I was just like, man, I, I need to cross these. And I was on a hunt too. Um, I wanted to beat people of high caliber and I wanted to cross names off the list, you know, um, especially all in, I'm not a coast person because I, I, I never was a part of that culture back then because I came in late, but um, the whole like coast to coast rivalry, I wasn't a part of that. But when I, when I was in East coast, I felt people of the West coast were just like, thriller, please, you know, like you got to win this or you got to help you win this or something like that. But anyways, I, I, you know, I beat everybody in a set. And the person that wasn't there was G-Con because he was sick at the time, I think. And I really, I think me and him would just always be like, um, you know, oh man, when we run a set, it'll be it'll be the last one, you know, it'll be one and done. And so, yeah, I ran it with him, very close set, 9-9, nine, nine, and the last game, he drops it hard. I know, man. Jeez. He thought I wouldn't contest him, and me being the scumbag Iron Man that I am, I did. Got him with a cross under, freaking mixed him up, and guard broke that bitch storm so good. He got up <laughs> and was salty as fuck. Dude, I had a first row, uh, front row seat for that. <laughs> <laughs> and he got up and he said, that shit is trash. <laughs> it was. And Thriller, you told him, yeah, it's trash, but I still beat you with it. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey, I may be and... trash, but I fucked you up. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's... That was was high level that gameplay. Was, that was high, he put me at my best right there. It dude, was good. That, that was an incredible set to watch. I, I think it's still up. Uh, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's, it's on, on YouTube, YouTube under yeah. Lazy Reapers channel. Shout outs to him for yeah. holding it down for us at Fight Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, great set. And you know what? The better thing about that was after everything cooled down, dude. We all just gra- grabbed <laughs> Grab some the drinks. drinks. I was like, yeah, good games, man. <laughs> yeah, good games. Chatted, you know, chopped it up. And Jason, he's been kind of MIA since then. Yeah. And he told me. You know, there's a conversation between him and I, and he, and he said that the game has evolved more towards the West Coast style, which is relying on scramble to conversion. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's completely contradictory to what the East Coast uh, gameplay has been over the years. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and their methodologies. Yeah, yes. and, he, and he said, in order for me to catch up, I'd have to play like that, and I can't do that. Yeah, he likes clean play. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with with preferring, you know, the certain style, the, the choreography. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, mm-hmm. I just never understood. I don't. I, I, I don't understand like what why he would say something like that though. Well, because it's um, like I, I mean, if you're used to playing a game like uh, let's say Street Fighter Four, okay, right? Street Fighter Four is is very turn based, okay. Um, especially when it comes to to frame data, it's your turn, it's my turn, it's your turn, it's my turn, yeah. And th- and that's how. If, if that carries over to Marvel 2, it just doesn't work because yeah. you can interrupt a lot of things mm-hmm. by pressing a button at a certain time, like you said, like a falling jab into standing launcher, which I fucking hate <laughs> with a passion. Caught your ass a lot. But it, I can see how it would dissuade somebody from, mm-hmm. fuck, dude, I don't want to play this shit anymore. Yeah, it's it's too, it's too frustrating and like... You know, people say I'm rusty or whatever, or I need to get back into it, and they don't—they don't want to put in the work to get back up to that caliber. Yeah, I mean that, that I understand. I just—I just meant of the fact that, like, if, like, how Jason said, if he wanted to eventually get better, he said he would have to transition over to the more more to the West Coast style. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you're such a good player, like, is it really that bad? I mean, we've we've been playing this game for years, so 
Uh-huh. How um, much different I are guess, we talking about? I guess if let's say that let's say that roundhouse's style was okay. became the most dominant okay. style. If I had to transition to that in order to start getting wins, I don't think I'd be able to do it because I don't see myself playing that way. Mm. I think I think that's that kind of yeah. okay. relates to what Jason was saying. Is he just? It, it doesn't feel right. Right. It doesn't feel right. If I'm a Magneto player and now Cable is is dominant, so I have to learn Cable. Like, right. I I can't do it. I can play the. I can play Scrub Clops. I mean, I gave it a try, right, for a few months. It just doesn't feel right to me. And I remember telling you, I, I said. So I'd rather just concede, concede, and just <laughs> say, man, he can have it. Yeah. And then that was his. I hope he comes back, Jason. Yeah, I hope he, if you're listening. Yeah. I hope you come back, dude, because you have a godlike MSP. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, that was Viking, though. There was a there was a lot to take away from that tournament. I think that we all kind of were, were mm-hmm. better people yeah. leaving that tournament. Yeah. Um, Evo happened. We already talked about that. Let's talk about the Texas Showdown. Oh boy! This year's Texas Showdown. Yeah, man. Um, I wanted to come back and uh, have a great time again. And um, dude, there at this time, you know, I didn't go with the backup of the people that supported me back then in, in 2022 and, and this year i felt alone i again i'm i'm in that same position where i was when i first started i'm like damn people don't fucking like me or something you know like i'm alone again like i don't feel like i have the brothers that i wanted to me to be like supporting me in this event you know going to it when did that tournament happen uh back in april oh this was before fight kingdom yeah Oh, Texas shit. Showdowns before. I, I thought this was after. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. Disregard. No, no, it's okay. And like, yeah, I, I went there and the only person that was really having my back and it was awesome too because uh, Rob Zilla just came out of nowhere out of left field and Rob Zilla was there and VDO. So I stayed with VDO again. Shout out to my bro VDO. And we all had a great time. Went to the Airbnb, you know, um, had some good games and yeah, I, I competed and as you know, the result, I won, um, but I had to uh, fight tooth and nail fighting OGs of the Marvel scene. I fought Combo Fiend. Yeah. It was two and two, and I edged it out. And I was down um, two games. I had to fight back. Oh, you had to win three in a row? Yeah. Damn. And um, that was Combo Fiend. And um, the next, I had to fight Smooth Viper for um, in top eight. And Smooth Viper, again, down two and one. And I had to win two in a row to beat him, and I did. Caught him with a um, unsuspecting Repulsa Blast assist and beamed his ass. Um, shout out to Smooth Viper, man. We were supposed to get him out to Texas, uh, not Texas, but 37 Reloaded for a money match with Roundhouse, but that didn't happen. But um, and then I yeah, I didn't see that. Damn. And then um, and then the finals, um, I played Potter twice. Right. I think no, no, who did I play? I think it was no, I played Serb. No. Wait. I forget who I played for winners finals, but I think I played Potter and I played Potter again. Yeah, it was Potter. Yeah, and that and like I'm te- I'm telling you, every one of them had that OG style patient sentinel, and I was getting my ass mauled, dude. And I was like, damn, I gotta change something, and I did, and I ended up, you know, just like being more patient and waiting for them to get clipped by War Machine assists or convert from War Machine, you know. And um, I did, and and I won. And uh, that's what you like to see the the adjustments happen either mid match or mid tournament yes. to turn it around. Yeah, right. I mean there were people like you know talking shit in the background too. I, I guess it was like some girl, like was just yelling because I guess she was like 
good friends with Potter and Combofine. She's like Asian girl. I forget. Um, Who? I don't know. But Janix? I don't know if Shayna. I don't forget. I don't know if it's her or not. But there's people know. screaming and and talking crap. Like, oh yeah, like fuck his ass up and all this stuff. And I was just like, man, whatever, dude. And so like that, I would just and th- that during the grand finals. That's why I was air teabagging Potter, not because of like you know um, that I had anything against Potter or anything like that. But it was just for the people that were you know sitting back there talking all that shit. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna you know disgrace him right now because I'm up on this game and then this is to foreshadow that i'm about to beat him the next round too you know yeah and there's nothing against potter at all i love potter you know i me and him always play and say ggs we have our little back and forth but you know it's always you know we're, we're always cordial with each other we're, we're cool peeps and but yeah I, I that's that was my mentality and attitude going into it during that grand finals and i, I won again wearing my my kung fu matrix ski <laughs> oh, that's right <laughs> Like, what a great wow. performance dude a lot of mental weight you know going in there with with a lot of emotional weight on your on your shoulders yeah and still uh getting the w yeah dude that's just that's the second one yeah two times in a row they want me to go back for a third one i was like dude i don't want to try this again because <laughs> because i mean i know we're running low on time but you know I, I i just i was taxed after texas showdown and then going to fight kingdom i was emotionally taxed physically taxed and having to travel to the philippines because i was oh like, man we didn't even get to talk about the philippines oh, bro. Right. i was just emotionally <sighs> and physically taxed and i was just like kind of like out the door at this point yeah you know i played great but i could have played better um long story short um i took second place in the philippines and um you know shout out to all my filipino brothers out there and shout outs to jappy for taking a w out there oh dude no we're, no we're gonna have to bring you back oh yeah we're gonna have to bring you back for the to talk about that because that's a whole story in oh, itself, yeah. yes, dude. It uh, we're gonna go ahead. Yeah, we're almost out of time, guys. Um, before we we don't have any community questions this time, just because you were a mystery guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure for the next episode we will. Okay, so yeah, stand questions. by. Stand by. <laughs> uh, the segment that we always run on these episodes is called uh, the run back. Is there any loss that you've taken over the years that? was a long set it could have been a money match could have been both that you feel has not been corrected and you still need to correct well i mean there was only one but it wasn't anything personal i rest in peace uh blue jay we were playing at evo um it was it was a heartbreaker for me because like i this is a turning point for like where i found myself to be like damn dude i'm a fucking I need to ma- uh, make amends for the stuff I've done in the past, you know, in terms of like trolling and shit like that. Yeah. And um, it, I, I, I was beating him like, I think like nine one. And somebody in the chat had like said something like, oh, this is a guy that is like sending all this hate mail and blah, 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 blah. And it like fucked with my head. And he came back and won ten nine. No way. Yeah. Wow. And then um, me and him always been cool after that. You know, we always talk shit like because I love talking shit with him. He's always great and fun, just like back and forth. But yeah, he um, he beat me, and I have to hold that L forever, unless you know when I pass, I'm gonna play him, you know, up there. I'm sure you guys are running back. Yeah, on the DC, that was the, that was really the only one, and then the one I'm looking forward to, if I ever get to play, is Sanford. Um, yeah, I was because say. I lost that first to ten. That would be yeah, that would be an interesting interesting set to see now. Yeah, 
Yeah, a couple years have passed by. Yeah, and he's gotten see, better, apparently. And, I mean, he keeps saying, he keeps popping up in every chat and saying that he's, <laughs> he's leveled up and his Santrax is the best it's ever been. Yeah. So I definitely want to see that. Um, where could we see it? I mean, unless you... I was saying that I just jokingly said, oh, I'm flying up there now. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> because, like, I'm bored, man. Like, you know, now that I'm doing well in my career and, you know, I have the funds to just, like, travel willy-nilly, you know, like, I just want to now like enjoy myself, you know, finally do the things that I couldn't do when I was in college. And Absolutely. Got, you know, I want to play with the people like my, the, the person I really want to play. I've been trying to set up. Uh, it was a first of 10 with Justin Wong. I've been, he's been on my list forever and, uh, and I've always tried to go to where he's at like a Texas showdown, but he always dropped out. But now he's you know, going through health condition issues with his arms and hands, you know, like where he can't right. perform like he used to. So, right. I may not ever get to, you know, play him. So That's a shame, brother. Yeah. Got to get those games in while you still can. Exactly, bro. Yeah. We're not here forever. And I guess last thing, Thrilla, do you have any, like, special message for the East Coast people that still doubt you to this day and your team? I mean, I think I've changed that, like, that that message, that rhetoric. Um, they know what I'm about. They know my game plan. They know my game play. They know how effective my team can be. Um and their best person at the time, it being G-Con, um, you know, he found out firsthand, like, damn, this is a tough team. And that was a great um, display of, like, you know, Iron Man versus top tier. And if I do continue to practice, you know, it'll probably still be the same thing because my mental game is always effective because I'm always – I can read the my opponent's energy and when they're down and out, you know, or if they're on it, you know what I mean? So, right. I don't have a message for them. I just want to say that I love them. You know, I'm looking forward to more games. Hopefully they all come back at one point because all of them kind of like really retired, you know? So, yeah. Do you ever, do you ever get that urge to troll again? I do. I heavily always get the urge. It's coming back just quite a little bit now that I've been streaming a little bit more, but it's not to the point where I'm like, you know, salty as I used to be and just sending out crazy hate mail. Yeah, for me, it's like the freaking symbiote, dude, whispering <laughs> in my ear. <laughs> it is. Tell him to go, just eat her. Tell him to go jump off a bridge. <laughs> off a bridge. No, I mean, the, the, I, I do troll every now and then, but it's all in good fun. And now that I'm like, I'm a better person because of the what I've learned in my past and the people that have inspired me to be better just I'm not going to go that route anymore you know I'm just more about like helping others and providing my talents where needed you know to help others Absolutely man and nowadays we still have everybody kind of putting in their their contributions to uh, for content Yeah I always say it dude we have plenty of people that are streaming um, Brett from the East Coast, you know, he's hosting mm -hmm. his uh, Cracked Old Dawn sessions. Yeah. That's like another slice of the pie that you can yeah. use to indulge yourself with. Um, looking forward, I think the only thing that we have to look forward to for Marvel 2 events is NEC. Yeah. And that's going to happen in December, December, I believe. Yeah. So maybe we can make something happen. Uh, I'll post the link in the description, guys, in, in case you're in the area, if you want to sign up for Marvel 2. And then also, Thriller, can you let our listeners know where to find all of your content? I mean, you can find me on Twitch, uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify for my music, um, twitch.tv slash gthrilla, eight with an A-H, not an E-R. Um, same thing for my YouTube. Um, my Spotify is just Tin Man. Um, if it doesn't pop up, just search Tin Man LBC and you'll find it. 
Um, and yeah. Well, well, we'll post all the links in the description. That yeah. way they can uh, they can find it. But guys, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe to all of his uh, platforms. He's got a lot of great content. Not just Marvel 2, but music, as, as you mentioned. Yeah. And a lot of good stuff to look into. I definitely need to bring you back for episode two, so we'll uh, stand, by stand by for that yeah. one. And, and if you guys have any questions or comments for the next session, which we have uh, oh, Mila back, yeah, absolutely. Shoot them over. Shoot them yeah. over. Yep. Any, sh- any shout outs? Um, dude, I have too many, but uh, for uh, once again, just congrats on this amazing podcast journey that you've been on. I'm so happy to see you taking another route other than just Marvel itself, but with this content creation. Um, so shout outs to you specifically for that because you're keeping the game alive in another form, you know, um, shout outs to, uh, all the goons out there still playing and still streaming. So I cannot hate, you know, roundhouse is always consistently on Madru, freaking corrupt freaking, um, turtle power. Uh, who else is streaming, uh, nowadays, um, uh, powwow, you know, um, I miss ruin. Uh, he doesn't stream as much anymore. But oh man, powwow, dude! Yeah. I totally forgot. <laughs> um, dude, and shout out to all the people that always supported me during, like, in in-person tournaments. And one of those people are my big bros, Video. He was just like my coach through it all. And another sh- major shout out to uh, brother Duck, uh, Duck Doe. He's always been a, a great guidance um, in my mental uh, stability, um, just offering up great um, advice and all that stuff. And um, to my family that continue to support me and allow me to do this, you know, my wife is very supportive of it now. And, you know, she's allowed me, allowed us to to gather in a place, uh, you know, of Marvel crack and, and <laughs> just continue it, you know, without having to complain about anything. So, yeah, big shout out to my wife. Yeah. Thriller, thank you so much for being on here, bro. Appreciate it. Love you, brother. It was awesome having you here at Thriller, man. Hell yeah. All right. And with that, guys, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, Once again, click on those links in the the description to add Thriller to your list because you're not going to want to miss out on his content. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Stay mashing. We'll see you guys next time.